Okay. This is it. Get your dice. Get your sheet. Get something sharp to carve your hit point total into the, I don't know, into your arm or something. Let's do this. It's time for some dungeons and dragons. Hey, interweebs, it is me. My name is Todd, and I am not alone. I've got some people with me. We're going to play some D&D, &D, and yes, that is a hand-drawn creeper over my shoulder, so I'm going to keep an eye on him. Don't let him get too close. <laughs> um, all right, it's uh, it's been a while. We, um, we had to take a week off, and uh, now we're back. And guess what? We're on a boat! All right, so uh, let's meet the peoples. Let's go meet the peoples. Um, so hi, everybody. You're on now. And uh, we'll just uh, give you a chance to say hello to the f all the fine peoples. Hello, hellos. Greetings, people of the interworld and the web wideness. Miss us? We're back. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs> well, I definitely missed you guys. We took a week off. Uh, I did a bunch of stuff. It was March break, so uh, I hope you all had a good March break, too. Um, let's do this in, if, if you, I went to a sugar bush. Uh, so one of the Ooh. things I did was, uh, boil some sap. I didn't do it, but I observed boiling the sap <laughs> and evaporating all the water. And you're left with the, with the sugary goodness of the syrup, highly concentrated. So I want you to do the same thing about your March breaks in three words, condense your, your week off just for fun. So what was your March break like? And you can also introduce yourself and your characters. How's that sound? And you're all just like, I just want to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I can summarize it. Wait, we got an interloper. We, we have a, somebody snuck in here. What the, what the? Hey everybody. And the alarm. Welcome back. Welcome back, Darcy. Yeah. Uh, I if think you've been following this show from the beginning, I was in session zero where I made a character and then you never saw me again. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually one of the shorts that we did too, uh, that I cut together. Uh, All about you fruiting. And Jackie's not with us, unfortunately, either, but the schedules, true. you know. It's true. The big bad yeah. of Dungeons and Dragons for everyone. Schedules. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Well, so I can sum up my March break in three Yeah, words. let's do it. Go for it, Steve. Hasn't happened yet. Mm. Oh, I'm going to say didn't have one, but yeah, same idea. I, I can yeah, say the same thing. I could there. say I worked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, I worked man. a lot. That's if if a lot is one word, that counts. Or worked a lot. It's a not. Lot. It's not. <laughs> it's hyphenated. Worked lots. I worked lots. Worked yeah. lots. You could say worked a lot. That would make yep. sense. Or worked muchly. No, I don't know. sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's illegal. Uh, what about yourself, there, Carl? Work from home. Ooh, okay. Ooh, yeah, I'm on my March break right now, but unfortunately, my daughter is uh, is back at school, so. Mm. so just you're, um, you're just getting relaxing I'm... time during the day. That's a good thing. Honestly, yeah, that's I'm at the point. 
Yeah. I'm uh, I'm at the point where if I'm ever home and my kids are at school, it's just like, no. <laughs> I sit on the couch. I watch comedians in cars drinking coffee. It's it's awesome. <laughs> we are not affiliated <laughs> with them, but I mean, mm -hmm. if Jerry I mean, wants to play some D and D, like, dude, we can kick Darcy out again. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it's true. I probably won't be here next week. I'm, 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 this is my guest appearance. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Um, the one he, he's the one we throw off the plank at the end of the session. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. you're on a boat. Wow. We're on a boat. To, uh, I'm going to kill me. Yeah, we'll watch for that. So, uh, Darcy, did I don't know what was your last week like? Condensed to three words, uh, break it, or not? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was. Oh, just like, eh, what, what happened last week? <laughs> that's it. That's the three words. Eh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, that, that that works for me. I'm okay Ooh. with that. <laughs> I I feel week. like the internet just felt that like in their soul. Eh, mm, mm. A little bit of Marge Simpson at the end there, like. Like, <laughs> just a smidge. Yeah, that, that works. That works. I, I try okay to work that. on my Marge impression, and and that's my oh. wife who told me that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what about yourself, Timely? How was your uh, your week last week? I mean, the three words: chill, but sick. Oh no! Aww. Isn't that yeah. always the way? I know, I know. I, I did because I do work for school too. Um, so I did get last week off. But uh, yeah, it just kind of sucks when like the last three days and then another additional day into this week, you were kind of eaten up by you being like, I'm the plague of, I'm the carrier of plague yeah. and disease. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I know that feeling. I took two rapid tests though. Yeah. Not fun, but yeah. both negative. Well, congrats on negative. All right, and yeah. we hope internet you're negative, but in like the usual internet way, and also the other ways. <laughs> um, and I guess I'll go. Um, mine was uh, planning future trips. So yeah, I'm, I'm planning to do a nice big trip, and uh, sometime in the summer. So uh, yeah, look for me somewhere in North America. That's the plan. <laughs> I, I kind of nice. mean that. If any listeners want to want to be like, hey, are you passing through? Uh, just just hit me up on the Instagram and and we can uh, I don't know roll some dice or something. A portable D and I'd be down for that. All right. So anyway, um, so we're gonna play some Dungeons and Dragons. This is why we're all here tonight. Uh, and uh, we're just gonna meet all the characters. And and a quick reminder, you guys can do. Uh, of of where we left off. All right, let's start with Steve. Um, yeah, he's been kind of uh, working on his Gex Gex Techford has been working on himself, self improvement, deciding what to do with his leveling up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so has acquired some new skills and abilities, which will come into play. Definitely. When it is the most dramatic possible, hopefully. So you're just <laughs> you're just sitting in your bunk on the ship, just practicing your new skill or something, or looking out over the horizon, throwing up like vigorously into the ocean, and you suddenly realize, <laughs> I can do better. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, he, he's all about self-improvement. There you go. And at uh, other times, he's about uh, self-destruction. You know, so it's a good balance. Yeah. You tear down and rebuild. He's, his whole like his whole theme is about contradiction, right? I mean, he's the world's largest cat burglar, so he needs to have other contradictions as well. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I look forward to um, discovering what those are, along with our listeners and and viewers. All right, Carl. Ooh. Tell us about Mr. Tillman. Mr. Tillman, what's not to tell? The guy loves to learn and travels. This total cleric does it all. <laughs> he's got he's got like a small library tucked into his armpit sleeve. Wow. That's right. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, um, yeah, he's your uh, resident uh, total cleric. Um, with with some underlying anger issues that so far he's been able to maintain under control. <laughs> Deep breathe. Just scream into the shell. Honestly, who would not want the ability to just be like... <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the way I deal with things from now on. <laughs> you know, you're, you're right. just working. Your manager tells you to do something and you're like, one second. <laughs> <laughs> This, this, this. I feel like we may just invent a turtleneck for just that purpose. Just screaming, screams go here, right on the neck. All right, Gordon, tell us a bit about hey. Rook. Uh, Rook is um, on a journey. He is trying to build a crew, build a name, and on the way, um, help out his friends. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of his plan right now. A little bit winging it, a little bit uh, relying on advice from his friends still, and uh, seeing where that takes him. Awesome. And you uh, just recently reached out to a new friend who might be able to be more help on the high seas, and so uh, we'll be meeting somebody else. And when we say friend, uh, we mean uh, people that... Only you see, although not entirely, actually. Uh, sometimes your turtle friend there did see some at one point. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. So <laughs> that's... That's <laughs> All right. Onwards. Timely, tell us about Hilda. All right. Well, Hilda is uh, just a fresh adventurer starting off and looking to have adventures but also prove herself after a dismal performance at med school um but <laughs> honestly what's in her future is not going on heists with gex you <laughs> 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 uh, did that workshop it didn't go well it didn't go so well but, <laughs> but we, we we made it out alive and that's what counts <laughs> <laughs> there you go with no ill effects Whatsoever. Um, all right, and then uh, our guest. We're going to introduce. Uh, we already met Darcy, but uh, we'll we'll meet his uh, contribution to the show in just a little bit. And I am Todd, and I will be your dungeon master. Do you remember that old like tape? Yes, dungeon master. Anybody? Anybody? No, I think so. Yeah? It's like part of a board game or something? Yeah, it was part of a board game on VHS. Yeah. I had yeah. that. 
when I was young. Anyway, we're getting off track. Let's dive back in. We're going to start this show. Let's push this button. Oh, there we go. You find yourselves... Uh, well, first thing, before I actually dive in, I would like everybody to roll a constitution saving throw, please. Because oh. you go damn right off the bat. Lovers. Oops. Huh, really? Oh, shit. We're starting this again? <laughs> oh, Carl. Okay. An 18. Christ. Oh, nice. The one that's been on the seas is the one that's going to get seasick. Well, yeah, <laughs> classic, right? I, I was actually going to say, you're not entire land landlubber, so I will... Although that's too funny. You know what? I was going to give you advantage, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think this is the sea for you. This is beautiful, guys. Just... <laughs> I love the ocean. All right. How'd you do, Gordon? Hello. He's... Oh. I'm just asking for audience. Uh, Gordon rolled a 16. I don't know if he can hear me. Can you hear me, Gordon? Yeah. Okay, cool. I cool, can cool. now. It'll blip. Yep. It, it's very stormy out, so hopefully our interweebs will hold. And Steve oh, yeah. got a 22. A dose, dose. So, Not 20. That is so funny. Okay, so everybody. Today. So Hilda. You just standing up on the on the not quite the bow of the ship, but pretty close, just holding onto the rail the way they um, that Captain Zim instructed you to do with one hand, always one hand for the ship. Uh, but then you just kind of pull your red hair, just whipping past your face out of your eyes, and just scan the horizon, and just take it in this beautiful sunny day. And the the sails are luffing, uh, not luffing up. They're they're um, uh, set just so above you and the ship is just skipping along across the waves it's uh, a beautiful sunny day uh rook you what do you, you got a 16 um let's say you are actually down on your bunk catching a little bit of extra um a shut eye and it's dark and you're just kind of just taking a little rest you're you're feeling okay a little queasy on the first day but um you actually find that after a while once you get used to it the rocking of the ship and in your hammock, especially, it's almost like you're just being gently lulled and rolled, rocked to sleep. Rolled. You're being gently rolled. Um, <laughs> um, then we've got Gex. Gex? Captain Zim has not let anybody else go up on the, um, the lookout at the top. Mm. On the crow's nest. But you proved after the second day that you were nimble of foot, of foot, sure of hand, and you actually were pretty darn good on a ship. And so he had one of the um, one of the other crew members show you some of the ropes, both literally and figuratively. And the, after a little while, you are now up on the uh, not hanging on the mast or walking along one of the booms or anything, but you're actually in the little basket that's at the top. You don't quite trust yourself enough to do the walk along the mass or the booms like some of the crazy sailors do, but um, you've got the hang of it, so they let you go up, and so you're up top, just um, your your Goliath head kind of covered in a do rag uh, to keep the sun off, 
and uh, it's that you borrowed, uh, and it's just it's just a beautiful day, just like Hilda's experiencing a, a good 40, 50 feet below you. Um, Dave. Yes? Since day one, <laughs> you, you're not sure if you ate a bit of bad chowder or, or what's going on. But dude, you have been just yucking over the rail almost constantly. And eventually, it was so bad, they brought you uh, a yoke with two buckets, <laughs> one on each <laughs> side. And you can then just into one, fill that up, and then shuffle it up, chuck it over the side, get the last of it up. You're at the, you're, your stomach has been so empty. Now, this has a side effect that you are extremely lightweight right now. So one of your your little shell mushrooms is like taking the edge off nice. So you're kind of enjoying this experience of giving back to the ocean. <laughs> but um, you have been almost unfunctionably sick this whole time. Dang. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry. You've met a few of the crew, but... That's it. That's about it. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, meanwhile, um, let's let's jump over to Rook just for a moment. It's dark, and you you kind of lose track of time a lot right now. And for some reason, like you're just sending your mind away. As much as you can, trying not to, not to overfocus. And at first, when you were here, you you actually felt a, a surge of panic, not surprisingly. And you, 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 you've been working to fight that down. This sense of of nausea or disconnectedness. A strange sense that you've let everybody down. And so you've just been kind of spending a lot of time like staring out or closing your eyes and staring inwards. You haven't been able to do all that much more, unfortunately. Um, but you're you're healthy. You're you're unharmed, but it's a lot to take in. Your your friends of your voices have been helping. Angel's been cracking jokes, trying to keep your spirits up. Cat has been um, just trying to keep you logical and rational as much as possible. And um, trying to work the problem. Trying to find the angle so you, so you can get back fully on mission. And, and, and just just what to do next has just been pulling at you and right up until right up until this all went down you've been pretty sure of what's next and you were you were really pleased when you got the map and and it, and this mission itself but that overwhelming sense of panic is hard to fight down you ever since what happened at the undertow there's been this str 
strange sense of dread at your heart. And that moment is difficult for you to, to shake away from right now, especially in solid, uh, like, it, solitude is manageable, but oh. it's like the voices of the friends overlap a little too much sometimes. And it's really hard to get back to here and now at times. Amongst the rest of your friends, though, you also have another voice. You've gone seeking through the village in your mind, the village of your youth, asking questions, wandering through a market, wandering through the mists of time. And after some searching, uh, and with the help of your closer friends, you have found your way to somebody who seems to claim that they know their way around. You, in your mind space, have now met a new companion. He's sitting on an upturned bucket down near the, kind of the, not the docks, but on the, on the way down that way. And he's outside of a little tavern. He's just whittling with this uh, six-inch blade. And he looks up at you. He's wearing plain kind of uh, tan-colored shirt and some dark brown, um, uh, you know, reinforced leather jerking um, type pants. Uh, and he looks up at you. He's He appears to be a half-orc. But even in, mem- in memory, it's it shifts. At times, he seems more human other times more bestial. But he's got the, the protruding um, teeth of a half-orc fairly prominently and a slight point to his ear, kind of receding hairline a little bit, getting a bit of the widow's peak. Very, very short cropped hair, uh, practically buzzed or possibly shaved with a razor at one point and allowed to grow in. And he looks up at you. Yes, what do you want? Friends have been helping me try to find someone. They've never been on a ship, and neither have I. I've traveled. What of it? You can help me? He looks down at his, his whittling work and kind of mutters to himself and then looks back at you. And what do I get out of it? Well... If you help me, I'm trying to help all of you get out. He thinks for a while and then puts down the piece of wood, sheaths the blade, stands up, and he he stands a good almost foot and a half taller than you. I mean, you're not the tallest of of humans, but he's a pretty big guy. He's lean, though, for a half-orc. All right. You've been helping the others. You can help me. I can help you. But know this. I've been at this a long time. I've seen things that would make you blush. Make you want to wet yourself. So, I would... Recommend that you listen. 
advice very carefully. And we'll get along just fine. Sounds like a deal. What's your name? Voslo. But most people call me Lo. Lo? Lo. I'm Voslo. Voslo. Well, I'm Rook. Nice to meet you, Rook. <laughs> it would be better under different circumstances, but we are where we are. And you are where you are. So, what is it you need from me? Need to know how to man a ship, help it sail, be of use to the crew. It has been a while, but I will do my best. And you'll find that with a little time and patience, I have a few other tricks that I might be able to share. As you're sitting there, this high pitch whine sound, like almost like the aftershock of, a, of an explosion, begins just in the back of your head and grows. And to, until the point where it's almost like shockingly painful and your eyes kind of white out for a second, not black out, white out for a second. And you open them. And for a moment, you see this tiny view spread out in front of you, cut almost like, um, almost like a letterbox film. And you see the bookshelf, and you see the atlas, and the globe, and you see the old man kind of coming by, tucking a scroll. Patting it, putting it away. And then that sense rises in you. I need you to do a, um, let's do a will, a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. Not bad, but still a fail. The next few seconds, um, a moment ago you whited out after you met Voslo. Now it's almost the color of blood just pooling up from underneath as a blood vessel in your eyes. And, and you're just, you're, you're having trouble controlling your breathing and the strain of it all just... It, the edges of your vision blur almost to a red haze and you and you come to and you're just screaming you take a deep breath on the ship and one of the crew members comes rushing down the ladder running over, splashing through a couple of puddles and the leaks, comes running into the crew quarters and looks up and, and sees the, the hammock on the top 
uh, of the four hammocks assigned to you guys. And you, he's, are you okay? I turn to him and I just say, I think I just had a nightmare. My first dream in a really long time. Uh, congratulations? <laughs> Thanks. Um, sorry to, I just thought maybe you hurt yourself. Um, I think the captain was looking for you guys. Okay, I'll be right there. Why am I breathing? Oh, my old... <laughs> uh, yeah. old habits die hard, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, um, at this point, there's you hear a whistle. And um, the watchman uh, at, the, at the bow, kind of near Hilda, points out uh, and calls out, Hey, we see something. And uh, Gex, actually, you spot it too. Floating in the water, you see a makeshift raft. Actually, do a perception check for me. What is this? A novel? This is. A, you definitely see the raft, but how much? Do you <laughs> see? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You can see something floating in the water. That's a given. Should I try? Because I'm sure. a dwarf. I'm not sure if the railing's like. I'm like. No, touching. you you can look out over the railing. You might have to like. Go up on tiptoes or stand on a bucket, but I'll, Not... I'll lend her one of mine. <laughs> I was going to say, mm, slippery. <laughs> yeah, you've just got back from the back of the ship and sloshed your bucket, and so yeah. So you throw a bucket down, she hops up on it. Yeah, that's a that's a... all right. Two fourteens, nice. All right. Uh... Oh, no, oh, and a thirteen. No, no, I no, guess no, no. the glare no. of the sun, it's hard to make out any de- Oh, you got a total of a seven. My mistake. Oh, no. <laughs> the yeah, ra- I typed that in. The <laughs> railing. <laughs> and that bucket's up- just like shot out after. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, come, you catch yourself. You don't hurt yourself, but you uh, you go stumbling off as a wave hit. And then Tor- uh, the uh, Tillman's just like. Oh, no. Um, meanwhile, uh, Gex, up top, you do see a raft. It's probably only about maybe maybe 10 by 15. It's pretty much square. It looks like it's been put together by rough-hewn wood, perhaps even driftwood, uh, logs lashed together. It's the classic flat raft kind of thing. And it's got a, a kind of a homemade mast and like a tatter of a, of a sail. And you can, you can make out um, there's, there's a figure on it, uh, but you, you can't really make out more detail than that. But the sailors nearby uh, are quickly responding to the idea that somebody is um, a couple, you know, they're like half a half a mile, not even that far uh, off of the off the bow. And the captain orders the ship to turn, uh, and uh, you can see the the flapping flags or rag that uh, it looks like somebody might be waving it a little bit, and uh, the ship begins to turn creak as it turns in the wind after a time um, the ship comes up alongside and the captain orders um, uh, uh, prep for uh, prep for lashing whatever the term is I do know how to sail I just don't know all the terms um, <laughs> prep to lash to the raft uh, and uh, somebody hands Tillman 
uh, a grappling hook and a rope. Hey, hopefully I just don't throw up on the raft, that's all. You look over and Tillman, um, you you see a, another turtle. <laughs> I, I need you to do a uh let's do make this either intelligence or history if you're proficient. Yeah, sounds history. Yeah. And you have advantage. Oh. Alright. Already got a dirty twenty. All bounces off the previous roll I had. Yeah. Nice. So you look and not only do you like recognize which group of turtles she's from, you're like, oh crap. I've met this turtle before. Whoa. Is it Tammy? Who's Tammy again? For, uh, <laughs> Tammy. It must be Tammy the turtle. <laughs> she is now <laughs> Tammy the turtle. And and you look over and she passes you this thing and she she is watching you and your buckets and your misery and she is absolutely loving every minute of it. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> oh if he has to throw up he knows for the aim. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Interesting. So, we meet again. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you guys oh, know each other? Me you were... Don't yeah, tell man, me you were. Don't tell me you were high. Not high, man. Dehydrated. <laughs> Dehydrated. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. So. What is going on? All of my voice changers suddenly stopped. And much to Darcy's uh, enjoyment. <laughs> he loves it when this thing isn't working. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, was, I, was, I was catching up on the podcast, and there's a point when you just speak directly to me about my reaction to your voice changer, and I was like, oh, you're right, like four weeks ago. <laughs> 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 well... I find I, I don't know. Sometimes it's not uh, great, but it'll do. It'll do in a pinch. All right. So it's great um, when it's like demonic or a robot or something. But. Tillman, <laughs> um, Tammy the turtle looks at you, and she's like, "Do you even remember the last time?" Yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> last time. She That's looks so a little devil. <laughs> and she promptly knees you where turtle nuts would be. But the shell takes it. And then Not she points cool, man. down to the ship. The captain won't wait all day. Then go get him. <laughs> Throw the thing. Oh god, I have to do everything around here. So she grabs the grappling hook out of your hand angrily and just expertly and like she has no care if she clobbers you as she's swinging this grappling hook around. Um, so I'm going to get you to do a quick dexterity saving throw for me. 
You see it coming if you're that kind of barbarian. Hold on a sec. Oh no, you're not barbarian. Dex. You're a cleric. My bad. Sorry. So Dex saving throw? Yeah. Pretend I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> all right so you do not you maybe it's the dehydration maybe it's the sea thickness maybe it's that no this is definitely the cause of the ringing in the back of your head you take four points of damage as this grappling metal grappling hook clobbers you before you can pull your head down and uh, you're now just holding onto the railing and just a little bit more vomit just dry heave <laughs> And then she kind of pulls it up, and she's like, Oh, sorry. And then she chucks the grappling hook down, and it uh, loops past the ship, and she starts pulling uh, the raft and starts attaching it to the raft and tying it off. Uh, several other sailors are also doing the same thing. At this point, everybody has joined up on the, on the deck, and you can now look down and, and see what is below. Uh, is there anything you want to do before uh, we... Uh, go into that. I would descend to the deck. Okay. Since, since I was placed in the crow's nest. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so uh, just do a quick acrobatics check for me. Or athletics, whichever one you prefer. I'm going to do a slow acrobatics check. Sir, you have an advantage then. <laughs> a very careful... I know how I know I'm in my 60s acrobatics check. <laughs> That's a, and I... still it's just a seven. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So the good news is you were going slow. So the the DC is not very high, but you still didn't meet it. So as you're climbing out of the basket, you're fine. You do the little whoo, little shunt over to the to the descending tar laden ropes. And you start going down, and um, and you and all of a sudden the tar just gums on and gums onto one of your shoes, and so you do like one leg is stuck up way too high, and you're trying to pull it off. You're inadvertently doing the splits, and like you swear to God, you feel something twinge in your low back, and you're just like, oh God! And then after a little while, um, you kind of manage to free yourself, but it is super awkward. Uh, and you don't have a fall, fortunately, but it takes you a really long time. And uh, some of the you can I, you see Zim kind of reassessing his his decision. <laughs> and um, all right, uh, anything else? Anybody else is going to be doing? I'm going to just consult with uh, my new uh, my new friend Voslo just on kind of like the situation, like what is the what are the terms they're saying you know just stuff stuff like that absolutely as we so get he's, acquainted with each other you know he gives you the basics for nautical terms he's been doing that but in this particular moment he kind of uh, appears to be walking next to you as you as you stride across the the deck and um and uh you you hear him saying it is nautical law that you are supposed to help those in need no matter what. Uh, not every captain obeys nautical law. And we'll so, see if this one does. Mm -hmm. 
Zim, um, they throw a, a rope ladder down, and a couple of sailors kind of descend down. Uh, they do have daggers on their, they check they've got daggers on their hips as they descend down. And you can all see um, kind of an exchange for a little while down below on the raft. Uh, there appears to be uh, a couple of things on the raft. Um, you know, a couple of bags, a bunch of like uh, old piles of uh, coconuts and shells. And um, it looks like there's kind of a fishing rig and maybe a, a homemade net at one side. And a, a series of just super raggedy blankets. Um, and wrapped up in one of these raggedy blankets, you see a, a young human girl and after a few seconds the the sailors kind of nod and one of them stays below and and with her and the other one climbs back up and calls over to the captain you're all pretty close to where the captain is right now unless you want to be somewhere else he's like captain um she appears to be some kind of castaway she uh she says she was swept over overboard and managed to get onto some flotsam Uh, yeah, um, well, bring her aboard, but, uh, keep an eye on her. Zim gives the order to bring her on. After a little while, they bring her up, and, uh, uh, they begin kind of sifting through, and, uh, uh, kind of the remains of the ship, and you can kind of see it's still lashed to the side of things. Is anybody else want to be doing anything? Yeah, actually, I, I will ask the captain if I have his permission to actually just do a quick check on the raft to check out the story and see if I can find anything that, that might help kind of explain what happened. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So I'm actually going to go down onto the raft and uh, basically investigate it. Sure thing. So you, you climb down, and uh, I'm going to get you to do either acrobatics or a athletics just to see if anybody else does the splits today. I am totally going to do acrobatics. You start chilling. 16. God. Aw. 16. No problem. Down the rope ladder you go. Uh, this it, It's definitely... The raft is doing one of these next to the ship, so it's a little bit hard to keep your balance on there, but you manage it no problem. Uh, a lifetime of being quick on your feet when you need to be uh, comes in handy. So you you start doing a quick search around the raft. Go ahead and do an investigation check, please. I guess one question also, I, um, yes, I want to investigate, but I also want to almost whether I can use my proficiency when it comes to vehicles, water, just understand how this was made. Cause she said it was made out of pl flotsam. Sure. Go ahead and do an investigation check or, um, I guess it would be a survival check. Different DCs. Okay. I'll do the survival check, sure. uh, first. Do you want to give an advantage for having the, uh, the right tool proficiency? Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. That's a common thing from, I think Xanathar's added that. Uh, we'll take that advantage. With a nine, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Uh, 16, again. 16 again. Nice. Okay, so you're going through and looking at this, and it does look like it was homemade. Um, but the 
You're not sure this was made by her? You only got a short look at her as she went by, and she looks like she's maybe, maybe a hundred pounds soaking wet, which she was. Um, and it, and, and for those up on on the deck, you see this just wayfish, like super um, slender young girl, probably teenager, um, and just super skinny like she hasn't eaten well in a while not totally starving but not eaten well in a long time uh it looks like you know her hair is just matted and twisted um and and windblown uh, she's got little bits of like stuff in her hair still uh she definitely got that sunken cheek look and um and she's just kind of looking around as though she's in a bit of a daze uh and just very very kind of almost not quite seeing what's going on around her she, people are asking her questions she's just kind of like uh yeah um so it doesn't look like this raft necessarily was made by her but it does look like it was homemade um probably she would lack the physical strength to build this really noted i'll give one last look around just if there's anything like hidden on the raft and then I'll head back up. Sure, do a quick investigation then. It's a night of 16s for me. A <laughs> night of 16. Uh low in the back of your mind goes. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and you get this like sinking feeling to like Take a step back. Do step you back. listen? Yes. Okay. You step back just as well All off the raft. What a good joke. <laughs> not not off the raft, just towards the bow of it, actually. And right at the back, there's this cloth sack. And it just starts like just r wiggling a little bit back and forth, the one that you were just about to reach for, and like shivering, twitching around. There is definitely something in it. It's a puppy. No. <laughs> uh, uh, I have my dagger at the ready. Okay. And Oh, what a time for the interweaves. And, uh, oh, there is, is. The, is the... Oh, oh I'm back. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to let them call out and say that, hey, there's something in, in this bag. All right. And what do they find in the bag? What What's do they in see the in the next What's few seconds? I suppose the bag wriggles, and after a beat, two little, little legs pop at the bottom. The bag's still, like, on top of whatever's in it, and it's just, like, feet are in the bottom, and it sort of wobbles back and forth, and um. crashes into this, like, makeshift mast. <laughs> Oh, I switched right. my phone. Oh, no worries, no worries. 
All right, so you see in front of you this wriggling thing just pops out of the bag. Uh, it's trained circus squirrels. Yes, that's right, Steve. Um, <laughs> no, it is a lizard-like creature standing um, approximately, what, three, a little less than three feet? Pretty two slender. Feet. And um, two, feet. two feet? All right. And... Okay. Uh, do you want to describe a little bit uh, about like how you're dressed or, or any of that? Yeah, as uh, as the defeated uh, things, these like clawed hands come out and drag the bag over ahead, and popping out is uh, as described this sort of like toothy lizard-headed creature, about two feet tall, um, sort of a. Um, uh, grayish, reddish, pinkish sheen to the scales, um, flecked with like a few different other colors, like blue and purple and um, and such. Um, uh, and I think you also maybe see like just like the hint of like feathers, almost like a like a like a feathered raptor, but like only like two or three, like on either cheek. Uh, and they're just like looking around man like manically with like massive eyes. Um, and if you really, for for the non-listeners, for the people who are watching the show, um, Ooh. Uh, can you pull up my uh, my character sheet? It's got a picture in it. Oh, perfect! I will I will take um, a look at that. Um, other than their, you know, uh, bescaled body, um, they only have um, uh, like like a like a ratty net, like a fishing net, sort of like wrapped around their waist. And a, uh, and a and a and a like a wooden shield on their back that's like probably waterlogged at this point. Um. <laughs> nice. So you see, those of you who uh, have done some traveling, uh, you probably recognize pretty quickly. Um, the general shape is that of a cobalt. However, this cobalt is fairly unique in coloration and even in in somewhat in form that you have seen before. Uh, but that is, and if you're watching on the uh, the live stream, it is up on the stream right now. So thank you. Always like Darcy doing some visuals. And the art is by Darcy there. So thank you. Yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> that wasn't Aww. clear. Yeah. Beautiful. So I'm just right. going to warily look, you know, at the kobold up and down. And I'm I'm going to say, do you speak common? Oh! Common. <laughs> Hello! Hi! <laughs> Hey. Where, where did, where did, where did, where did, where did, and I'm like, like, they're looking around, like. I point up, but I still have the knife ready, like, the girl's on the ship. Okay. I'm dreamy. Aww. Dreamy? Yeah. Far out. That's Wait. quite a name. Okay, you're not hostile? No. <laughs> yes. If you are, gonna have to like that could be a problem. I was I'm sleeping. <laughs> okay. Your boat looks better than than than, than mine. <laughs> can I can I come on the big boat? Uh, I'm gonna call up to the mm -hmm. captain saying there's another one on the raft. Uh, looks like a kobold named Dreamy. <laughs> does does it seem dangerous? 
it, it seems kind of uh, cheerful. <laughs> Which could be dangerous. Ugh. A cheerful kobold. Um, bring it up, but put it in irons. Until Sound we have a good, reasonable. long question. <laughs> like, okay. Um, a, a pair of manacles get tossed down to you below. Oh. Okay. I'm going to tell a dreamy until we can figure this out, you're going to have to wear these. And uh, as soon as we determine that you're not a threat, we'll, we'll let you out, I think. Yeah, if I can. I don't know if you're, like, you know, holding them yourself. I, like, will take them and, like, look through them. And they're, like, probably pretty big. Like, my wrists are very small. It looks, <laughs> so I'm just yeah. Like, they're, oh. they're more for theater. You could definitely be, like, <laughs> <laughs> I just put them there for my hands. Yeah, yeah. Make them feel better. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, you go up first and I'll go up after. Yeah, I just like climb it with my hands. <laughs> you just take, take one hand out because it's too annoying to climb like that. Fit it back in when you get up to the top. Yeah, Perfect. Scamper up the, uh, All right. the ladder. Put you scamper. In. And this is the biggest ship you've been on in a while. So that's kind of nice. Oh. All right, so um, I get to the top. I don't know who's like closest there. Whoever's closest, I'm just like, "Hi, I'm Dreamy." <laughs> that's Gex and Tillman. They're kind of equidistant as Tillman's rubbing the back of his head. Yeah. Hello. Hey. You're tall. You're <laughs> short. Yeah. My name's. My name's Dave. Okay, Dave. <laughs> Sounds about right. Where'd you come from? Right there. Prior <laughs> to that. Uh -huh. Sorry? <laughs> where, where were you exactly when you got onto that raft? I don't know. I found it. And it was, uh... Did you make... You didn't make that raft? I don't think I did. Oh, do you think I did? That would be cool. Do, do cobalts have... Why like are you a... and a teenage girl on a raft in the middle of the water? I don't know. I'm gonna look at the girl and say this is a very weird pet that you have <laughs> and she looks at you steve and i'm sorry gex and she looks up at you in that teenage sullen kind of way and she's like well yeah where did you buy it where did you buy it? i found it it was in the water uh-huh. Floating in the water, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, so here I'll ask you the same question. Where were you when you got onto this raft? I found it. Where did you find it? It was washed up on a tiny island. I think it was that way. 
And how did you end up on that island? There was a storm. So you had been on a ship, and there was a storm, and the ship became wrecked, and you became on the island. Yeah. What's your name? Anna. I'm going to check to see if Anna's lying. Sure. Roll an insight check with advantage. Okay. Uh... Shahilda, at this point, be also with the group? Yeah, yeah. You're with them. You can join them. Okay. Everybody's up on the deck now. I, I think Jamie's cute. Ooh, 24. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. That girl. Her name is Anna. But I would not believe anything else that she tells you. That voice only you heard. Hmm. Well. I'm going to sign two Gex. And I'm just going to, it's a caution sign that, you know, a sign of uh, that she's lying. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Jimmy's angry. Shield off their back and holding it above their head to block out the sun. Oh. I'll ask her, uh, where were you heading on the ship that became wrecked in the storm that hit the ship that you were on when it got wrecked? I was with my parents. I think they might be dead now. You're very good at answering not the question I asked. I don't know if you noticed that. I'm, I'm good sad at a that lot your of parents things. Decided. I don't believe that, too. Where were you going with your parents, who are now dead? Some city. My father got work. He yeah. was bringing us there. Do you remember the name of the city? I think it started with a T. It was a while ago. Yeah. I don't remember everything. What are you going to do to me? Hey, look, we'll, we'll get you fed. You know, you've been on the water a long time. Maybe with some food and water, you can get a good rest and things will come back, you know? And yeah. I'm just trying to kind of, kind of calm her down and. Um, do a persuasion check or deception, depending on which way you want to take that. <laughs> um, you know what? It is genuine. It is, it is persuasion, though I don't trust her. Um, so I will do. Good luck. Oh. Mm, at twelve. Okay. Um. She kind of looks at you with that blank 
almost seeing through you stare. And you just see her kind of do like, it's the first kind of positive emotion she's displayed as she gets this kind of crooked little half grin. That, that'd be nice. Thank you. Yeah, you've been standing on the raft in the sunny day. You're going to be a little bit sun-dazed. I like your hair. And she reaches over and she touches your red hair. But like, oh. in a way that... You ever been had like a really little kid grab your hair and like run? Ah, oh no. <laughs> it, it, she doesn't quite do that, but she clearly doesn't really... She's not used to stopping herself so she just kind of grabs it and tugs a little harder than would normally be acceptable and she kind of pulls you a little closer and she just kind of twirls her fingers in your hair okay yeah i i use uh ow ow okay um yeah uh, i that's fine you can you can touch you can touch i i, I think red hair is a little bit uh maybe not common from where you are no. Maybe you can give her a once over. Like she's, you know, if she needs any medical attention or. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Using whatever. Go ahead and knowledge roll I medicine. Have. You trained for this. <laughs> At least, you know, 101. Um... Presumably, you have to like pull supplies out of your backpack. Have to like set down your bag and start taking things out of it. Dreamy you get like, a stethoscope. Snout in it. It's yeah. like, oh, that's yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay, Dreamy's okay, digging okay. in. And then I'm like trying to use like another hand. Okay, okay. Dreamy, that's you nice. find a thermometer. It's just got mercury in it. <laughs> I rolled a, a 19. Dirty wow. 19. Okay. Um, all right, Hilda. So after a few seconds, you look her over. And besides being kind of wayfish um, and cold to the touch, being so exposed to the elements for so long, she seems relatively healthy. She has no visible wounds or anything. Um, it, in fact, she seems to be in pretty good health, all things considered. Uh, physically, you know, like, good health. Yeah, physically, she <laughs> seems to be fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All right, okay. Well, I still recommend some, some proper rest. All right, well, we'll get her down below. Secure the uh, the raft. We'll, t we'll uh, tear it apart for materials or scrap anything that's not worth it. Crew, carry on on previous setting. Or heading. Assigned to Gex. Keep an eye on her. All right. Is she still grabbing my hair? She's uh, like yes. taking that chunk. She's basically <laughs> dragging you with her as she's being escorted down by a sailor towards uh, the first the kitchen or uh, the galley, and then uh, presumably towards a bunk or uh, at least a crate to sit on. Uh, Dreamy, they've kind of forgotten you, um, and you. Uh, can I get you to do a quick dexterity check? Sure. What am I dexterating for? Flat dexterity. 
Woo. That's six. Six. That's pretty low. Um, so <laughs> pretty low. Four, you've got so. the thermometer in your mouth like a cigar. Um, and you've got your head just, you're just wrapped halfway in bandages at this point uh, from the medicine kit that she left on the deck. Um, and she's been dragged away. So the, you now have a medicine kit and uh, and you're making, <laughs> you're busy fashioning some clothes out of the various. I think I try and like climb into and like cuddle in because it seems like it's got some soft stuff in there. Absolutely. <laughs> it's it's a tight fit. Like, it's a dwarf's tiny, shoulder right? bag. Like I'm two foot tall, but I'm also like very small. I'm like 25 yeah. pounds or something. Total. Yeah, you're super, super yeah. skinny. So you can, yeah. you can't Sorry, quite fit all the way in, like but dog. you could get in halfway like a cat in a box and you're just like yeah this is nice yeah <laughs> and you're cat just sitting on the box. deck um cat and it, the <laughs> oh ship begins God, to carry on all right uh down below they feed the girl uh she she eats um uh pretty well like pretty consistently and no manners whatsoever just like <laughs> like just just gorging herself um uh and guzzling down you know water even if it's a little bit brackish she's just like Ugh. um uh, who all goes down with her besides hilda i'll go down with her keep an eye yeah yeah, yeah same i can't keep anything down but i'll go in. <laughs> all right uh, uh, back up on the deck the turtle uh tammy the turtle uh looks down after a little while and spots uh dreamy she's like oh um, don't cause any trouble. And <laughs> you're settling down to a nice nap and a sunbeam. It's nice to get fresh air. You've been stuck in that sack for a while. I do probably have the like, shield pulled over me, though, because, again, ghosts don't really like to be in direct sunlight. That's right. But you got the little flap uh, open. Your head's kind of true. poking through. It's All right. more like cave lizards than sun bathing lizards so, i don't know how that works but that's that that's 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 the rules well you in particular <laughs> were actually more of a twilight lizard yeah yeah um all right so the sh the ship carries on the day goes on it's all pretty standard and 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 dull for the next little while um the captain does at one point call your kind of crew together and you extricate yourself from the girl uh there hilda and although she does get several good strands in her hand and like pulled out. Um, okay, okay, you keep those. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and she's busy twisting them and, and like almost making a little friendship bracelet out of the various strands. It's kind of, and her fingers kind of work nimbly, but she doesn't even look at them. It's kind of like and she's just oh. busy weaving them, uh, just kind of staring off the wall. Um, the The captain calls the rest of you over. He's like, all right. Well, I know that. Um, well, let's talk in my in my cabin. So he calls you down. Uh, Dreamy, you're still up on the deck, though. Um, and yeah. <laughs> Tammy, the turtle, um, she actually speaks to you a little bit in, Dra in Draconic at one point, which I think you can speak. Oh, to me? Yeah. 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 So she she chats with you and and um, and so on. Uh, so if Tillman, at one point, Tillman, you are up on the deck just chucking your guts out again, and you see. Tammy talking to Dreamy, so you can overhear some of their conversation. Do you speak Draconic? I do not. Okay, so most of it's in Draconic, but you get the idea that she's asked Dreamy a bunch of questions, um, and she 
seems pretty satisfied with this. You keep getting distracted by your lunch coming up and trying to place, like, why do you know Tammy? Like, actually, I'm curious, Carl. We're going to come back to you. And I want you to tell us why why you and Tammy know each other. Is that fair? It's amazing. Your role is, right. I remember that I know you, but I don't remember why. He's high <laughs> a lot yeah, in I my know, defense. It's just fun because it was like a 20, like successful check. And that's what you get. You get the, do know that you know them, but you still don't know why. It's well, we're about to find out. But first, uh, the captain calls the rest of you together and, um, and uh, says, in his, in his cabin. Well, I know that Calron uh, wants you to get to the island and he didn't tell me very much, but um, he did say that you would be good in a fight if anything came up. I'm kind of expecting trouble. I thought that might be it. But, um... I trust that uh, you'll be okay to, to back my crew? Yeah. Your thing, Captain Rim? Zim. Captain Zim? Sorry. Yeah. We can handle ourselves in a fight. Great. What about, um... I know some of you have said you've been able to handle yourselves, uh... I can assign you to a particular um, crew member if you want. They can show you how to do some of the tasks on the ship. I think it might be a good idea if you know the basics. I actually uh, know a little, little bit, so I can help on the ship. Good, good. All right, um... So at this point, everybody who wants to choose how to train in a role on the ship, tell me what role you want. Uh, so a couple of the options. This is, by the way, from the um, Unearthed Arcana. At least that's where I was looking at it. So there's a few. Um, you can basically be like a navigator type in training. And I believe, Tillman, did you already have some navigator experience or no? Uh, nope. Okay. Not navigational. All right. So there's navigating. Uh, there's like repair, which is um, like carpentry. Um, there's um, just general rigging. That's not really in there, but understanding the rigging and the ropes and how to set the sails. Um, there's going to be uh, the basically training on the gunning. So there are a handful of cannons. And I mean, cannon. Uh, there's a couple of ballista. And there's also a couple of crude cannons on the on the ship. So if you, anybody wants to train as a gunner, and we get more than one of these. Um, and I know I'm not using all the official terms. Uh, you could also train to be basically um, um, uh, kind of not first mate, but, you know, uh, under the first mate as a kind of commander type. Uh, that if second everybody, mate? Yeah, second, second mate, mate. Uh, which is mate. basically the captain's track. So you would be like the commander if everyone else dies. So we'd call that the command track. So um, uh, you can kind of choose and and make suggestions. A, is there a surgeon's assistant or a surgeon? Ooh, absolutely. A ship surgeon would be very helpful. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, they've the guy they have. Yeah, uh, you you get sent down, and, and the good thing is. This ship surgeon gets their own cabin. Uh, it's also got the bunk for when he needs to 
you know, saw off somebody's leg or whatever. But um, it does mean that he gets to sleep in his own little cabin. And you, as the um, as these ship's surgeon um, junior, I don't know, in training. Physician's uh, assistant. Yeah. You would be um, able to have access to that cabin whenever you want. Um, and you can... The captain lets you know where it is and kind of sends you sends you on your way down. And you open this rickety old door and the wafting smell of like really strong aesthetic grade um, alcohol wafts over you as you open there. And you see several casks of uh, of this thing. And one of them is tapped and you see this this super like really drunk guy like passed out leaning against one of these ta casks as uh, half like an old mug in his hand a metal mug kind of chipped just in one hand and he's just <clears throat> just passed out having drunk his own uh, anesthetic and uh, and cleaning agent until he blacked out so he's the ship surgeon and he's probably like a biscuit over 20. Oh. We're and he's good dressed hands. with like a little, a lot fancier than anyone else in the crew, but like fancier from like a, like a dress kind of outfit from like three weeks ago and it hasn't been changed. So that's kind of the oh, vibe man. he's given and off. Maybe I should go get Hilda, you know, she didn't pass med school, but should probably do better than, than this guy. <laughs> uh, uh, I, right, so you... I got I got at least a couple ticks on my med medical check. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, Hilda, just a quick question. We've had the mm -hmm. ship of reunion going on already with Tammy the Tortle. What are oh. the odds you know this person? You can decide. Could they have possibly? Perhaps, perhaps I I will recognize. It's like. I mean, they are young, you? and you. Are, and I am young. You are young, <laughs> and uh, okay. All young so, people know each other, right? Exactly. It's like all dwarves know each other. It just happens. Um, oh, that is, yeah, ageist and dwarfist. Um. So, but you open the. You don't. He wasn't in your class per se. But you do remember, because you you had to go to different med schools. You didn't just pick the first one. So, like, you did the tours, and your parents tried to talk you. You had the same conversation with them every single time. On every single, like, city you went to, um, your dad was always like, you know, they've got a minor in smithing. You could, you could have a backup plan. And, uh, and so you would go from city to, like, where, wherever they would train these surgeons. And so you didn't see him there, but you did recognize him as a senior, kind of one of the people uh, at one of the schools that you've been to. So you remember vaguely seeing him before. Um, and by the way, his name guys? is Bentham. Bentham. You found that from the uh, captain. You open the door and you're like, oh, I think I've seen oh. this jerk. You know, the name sounded familiar, but now that I see you kind of passed out, hmm, reminds me. <laughs> reminds me of certain senior moments. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the party school. 
<laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't a great med school. Even you were like no and your dad's like oh you're sure. Yeah, you're yeah. Da you're dead. But they got the a whole trip home your dad's like yes. She didn't like that one. <laughs> awesome. All right. So um you and um so Hilda and um and Tillman are going to be the the surgeon track. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go with navigation. All right, um, sir. Yeah. Sure, sir. Same here. So nav is gonna be um, uh, Gex, and and you're both gonna double down on nav, or is one of you gonna go command track or gunner or repair? Or oh, I don't know. No one else is doing. Uh... Command, I'll go that way, actually. It could help to be sort of near people in command, I suppose. Sure. All right, so Gex. Um, and the commander does a little bit of everything. In in fact, they have to be able to step into any of the roles if they need to. Uh, and when you gather pretty quickly that how it works is you get a certain amount of bonuses that you can give out to others as like a ship pool that you can then all roll if depending on how successful you are in yours, um, you can actually allocate different bonuses to others to accomplish their tasks. That's how command kind of works. Um, and uh, and Rook, you would go navigator then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And um, <laughs> now, Dreamy, is there? You technically may already know this stuff, or you can pick it up as well. Um, mostly from Tammy the Tortle. She kind of takes you under her wing. Um, and what do you want to learn how to do? Um, I mean, I figure every ship has to have a cook, right? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> that seems kind of my speed. Nice. All right, so um, Tammy is going to be the cook. Uh, actually, actually no. Tammy is a navigator, so Tammy's yeah, going to be working with Rook. But she introduced you to the cook. Who is this? Uh, going to be on know. this boat? Got to learn to do something here. Sally yeah. with the cook. The cook's like, really? Really? <laughs> yeah, the cook's like, uh, this? do I cook it? This? <laughs> is this you start peeling potatoes basically to save your life so you don't end up in the in the pot. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a knife. <laughs> I had a knife the whole time. Yep. It's just a self-preparing meal. Haven't you heard of those? <laughs> That's what those box meal kits are. Yeah. yeah. Keeps putting you in the one corner, be like, "I'll cook you later," and you're just like, "Boop boop boop." It's like there's all these potatoes and carrots all of a sudden. You're like, mm. "That's a lot of fresh food for a ship." But anyway, you're pretty early out of port. Okay, so you all have your basic rule roles that you're picking up, right? Technically, Hilda, did you want to do surgeon as well or something else? That's the only one we've doubled down on. I mean, totally, totally fine if you want to, or Tillman. I'm just saying, if you wanted to spread it, or we can have two ship surgeons. Hmm. Well, I can leave it. I can leave it in Gex's capable hands. Um, 
Because I was sort of thinking about... Wait, was repairs already taken? Um, no. Nobody chose that one. Yeah, I, I figure, I, like, you know, with the family background, too. That's that true. Also... Make your oh. dad proud. <laughs> <laughs> Tried fixing bodies, didn't work out so well. Let's try fixing objects. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a reason why I'm not at mid school. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I keep getting that song in my head every time you were talking to this beauty school dropout. <laughs> I mean, I imagine you like I mean, medic school I dropout. We talked about this on the show already, but I imagine it's like, oh, how do I fix this person based on medicine? You cut their leg off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's you know how you just don't really <laughs> yeah. want to. That... It's like I only had like maybe a semester, half a semester. <laughs> the other yeah. more stalkers. <laughs> you you know most um, of the body parts and which ones most of the time people want to keep. Uh, it's probably yeah. probably where you're at right now. <laughs> all right, all right. So with that, I'm gonna get everybody to do. Um, I'm gonna get you to do an intelligence check. To see how quickly you can pick up your new task. And the kobold giggles. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Those rolls are amazing. Wow. For those listening at home, um, that is a, a five from Dave Tillman, a wow. four from Dreamy the Copenhold, a 21 from Gex, and then another four. Well, actually, I, I am I am going to use uh, my ability, one of my, because I get two, so. Yeah. Knowledge yeah. of a past life. Yeah. So I'm just going to be like, uh, my uh, my good buddy uh, Vossel is going to give me a little bit of a helping hand, and I'll just modify that a little bit <laughs> oh my gosh well just a bunch nine nine. Oh, okay. nine not not so terrible not not quite so terrible that's that's all right this is why wow. i'm not certain all right so sorry i was giggling too much so let's run down the list shall we um <laughs> dreamy the kobold uh got a Four. Four. A four. You are probably would do better if you were the meal. <laughs> ah, 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 it's like I, 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 it's I, I, like I, that I, I, movie Ratatouille would have uh -huh. actually been with a rat steering somebody. <laughs> right. Yeah. Alright, uh uh how did you do there, Hilda? Uh four. Oh, I brought I brought shame upon my family's name. <laughs> uh, and this is shame why you you, you try and everything just starts breaking and you just losing your tools. It's bad. Like you're the you literally lose an entire set of tools of the of the master carpenter on the ship. You're just like you don't know where they went. You were pretty sure you didn't lose them overboard but that's 
you have no real idea where that went, and that's that does not make them very happy with you. Yeah, it's it's like that moment with Mr. Sprig and the cadavers all over again. It's bad. That is now in your backstory, apparently. Somebody named Mr. Sprig and something to do with cadavers. <laughs> all right. Meanwhile, um, uh, who else we got here? Um, Gex. Well, you rolled pretty good. What? Did, how'd you do? 21. 21. All right, so you follow the captain around. You get a good idea of, like, who to talk to to get what done. And it all comes together pretty nicely for you. So very quickly... Uh, you're effectively efficient now in water vehicles. Uh, like, proficient, I should say. All right. That's, okay. That is, yeah. Okay. Uh, and Rook, did we t do yours already? Uh, no, I'm a nine now. With a little yeah, help. Okay, Rook. a little yeah. better than the four. So you got a nine total. Um, so... You're getting the basics of it, but it's still, it's going to take you a lot of time to figure it. Like, you get, like, Vo uh, Voslo in your ears, like, No, it, look, you take the slide rule. Oh, God. Tesverellians. Okay. Um, okay. You see this? This is called a compass. It points north. And on the sides, those are the degrees. No, that is... Oh, put that down. So he... I thought I was been... trying to... I thought I was supposed to pick it. Lock. <laughs> You're going to need to put that back together. Don't okay. lose the magnet. <laughs> but you are getting there. You are get getting definitely there getting there. You're the basics. Tammy the Turtle, who is their ship navigator... Um, she be, she finds out that you're kind of, uh, friends with Tillman. And so there's a frosty distance between the two of you, but generally speaking, she, she's pretty easygoing and she, she works with you pretty well and she's fairly patient with you. The moment Tillman comes into view though, nuh -uh. it's not great. All right. So, um, meanwhile, did I miss anybody, or is that everybody? Oh, Tillman. Just Tillman. Tillman, how did you do? As well as the rest of us. <laughs> oh, he's muted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, five. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I was ready on and on, and... I wanted to no, hear like it. A... All right, Tillman, so... how did you do? <clears throat> So with the role that Tillman had, he uh, he saw the the ship surgeon nowhere near capable of uh, of teaching him. So he takes a quarter pint, the same thing, and just uh, proceeds to try and learn by himself. <laughs> Do as the surgeon does, and it goes about as well as is expected. Like not enough to get like pissed drunk, but enough to like not pay attention to what's around <laughs> just to, him. Just like cool the nerves a little bit. Does the surgeon wake up and you just make a new drinking buddy? Is that it? Or or they stay out the whole time? Um, you you move him back to a bunk, but he is he's pretty solidly out for most of the time. Like he comes to every once in a while and points you, which just actually kind of explains why you only got a five. 
is no one was helping you like no one and so um yeah, yeah you kind of had to learn that all by your lonesome all right all right uh and that brings us around and that's everybody so a sailing crew you are not but <laughs> you know if there's trouble you probably know which end to stick into the enemy all right uh, so one of you got a new proficiency everybody else no uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> and uh we're just gonna cut over to tillman so uh, the taste of that alcohol it's it's de it's like denatured just straight up like alcohol it's not even like whiskey or anything it's just like disinfectant um, and it's not going to make you go blind but it is nasty um, but you know the the second cup in and it starts to feel a little better so let me just ask you Tillman does this jog your memory and if so what do you know in terms of uh, like the, the medical side or the... I was actually thinking about Tammy. Or, okay, if you don't want to think good. about right. her, you no, could no, no. Uh, worry about it later. So, so Dave has a chance to recollect on events, you know, the fact that he met Tammy, the same attitude. It goes back to uh, to when they were back, uh, back home. Uh, two families knew each other ours was more the the humble sort and uh, Tammy's well a bit more on the entitled front and uh, you know as, as youngsters we we were uh, encouraged to uh, to uh, get to know each other and with the prospects of you know possibly um, intermingling both families or by by contract so um the fling did not last uh or uh, end in a spectacular way <laughs> so or in a very good way um so yeah i guess she still holds resentment yep <laughs> all right she's definitely holding on to some resentment and uh, that's what you recall from your time alone in your wandering around poking at some of the imp instruments and in implements in the ship's surgeon's uh, quarters. All right. I wonder what this one does. I'm going to ask one of you to please. Um, so that that's going to be the first couple of days, which you get for free. And it's a it's several day journey. Um, so I'm going to ask one of you, a volunteer, to please roll a d100 for me and we will see how the next day shakes out shakes out who would like to roll i have my little table that i made look i made something there um, i'll roll it very cool awesome i think probably dreamy keeps Ooh. like falling asleep like in a wow. bed of potatoes <laughs> like at night is like very active right like mm -hmm. that's, that's sort of nocturnal headspace um, or probably more like, what's the other one? What what, what a cast like dining or something? I can't remember what it's called. Um, they just nap whenever the hell they want. Well, it's it's the, the dawn and dusk is when they're most right. active, right? And that would make sense when that you would be too. 
Yeah, but I think I'm also like more active at night than in the day. That's fair. The light issue. Yeah. All right. So, so ninety-eight. Deck at night. Ninety-eight. And can I get uh, somebody else to roll two d12s for me? Yep. Two of the d12s. Eight and eleven. Uh, add them up. I forgot to. Nineteen. 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 All right. So it's the following day. Go. Oh, and uh, do one last thing for me. Um, I'm gonna get you to roll a d8. Somebody else. I got a d8 here. Oh wait, this is not a d8. This is a d8. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eight. All right. Okay. So. This um, is not an artery. This is an artery. The following day, um, so the the crew has said it's a it's it's one of those gray rainy days, and the wind is just driving it sideways. Something blew in overnight, and so most of the day has just been up and down and up and down. Um, oh dear God! Then, yeah, Tillman is, um, yeah, it's not wonderful. Good thing. You've got your own cabin in, with a little window. You can pour the thing out so you can avoid the top deck. Um, mm -hmm. So as you're going, um, the weather is not wonderful. It's not quite a full-on, like, terrifying storm or anything, but it is, it is pretty rough weather. And uh, after quite a while, the, uh, this one crew member comes running down. You all happen to be uh, settling down for... for um, a meal around seven o'clock and uh, seven or eight, just um, almost towards eight. And a crew member comes in and says, Hey, uh, quick, um, the captain uh, wants you. And and motions towards the captain uh, up by the um, by the till tiller, not the tillman, the tiller. Is he is he at like all of us or just one of us? Um, Gex, actually, you're already there, and uh, and the cap, but it, the captain has called everybody else except Dreamy. Um, sorry, he's kind of forgotten you're on board. That's fair. Speaking yeah. of I mean, people that we're forgetting, uh, yeah, Anna been this whole time. Oh, now most of the time she's been s sitting in the galley, just kind of watching, and most of the crew have gone about their business and just kind of ignore that she's there. Um, there, I actually keep an eye on her though. Like maybe that's one reason why I'm not navigating so well. Like I, I don't trust her sure. necessarily. Like I know that there's something hidden. If sure. She, either um, she's hiding it knowingly do you do it or from not a distance, knowingly. Or do you try to talk with her a little bit? Um, a little bit of both. Like I'll, I'll chat with her now and then, just to, as opposed to how Gex was kind of, uh, I don't want to say interrogating, but like trying to get question answers out of her. I just kind of more ease into. Just you know, chatting where you know a little bit where I'm from, idly and and, but not all the time. And then once some once in a while, I'll be keeping an eye on her from a distance. Uh, so I need you to do a persuasion check for me. Okay. You can do this with advantage. You find. Whatever life he led before, but Lo seems to know just what to ask. Like, 
22. You can ask her about her family. Ask her about her mother. Uh, 22. Nice. You know right, what? So I'm she... actually even gonna. I'm actually even gonna add knowledge from a past life since Lo is helping me. Sure. So I'm just gonna add it on. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Holy 28. crap! So after a while, she's sitting there chatting with you. Um, her answers are mostly monosyllabic. Uh, yes, no, maybe. But after a while. She kind of looks over at you. And it, there's been crew cycling through. Uh, Dreamy's kind of banging pots and pans in the back a little bit at one point. Um, I do have an instrument proficiency, but I didn't choose what the instrument it was. So, <laughs> drums now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And the cook, actually, go ahead and roll a performance check for me. That'll determine how the cook treats you. I don't you. have performance. I just have instrument. <laughs> well, technically, you're proficient, so you can count it as, uh, um, I guess, dex or charisma. Yeah. Nice. All right, that's a 16. So you actually have a pretty darn good rhythm. And the cook, initially, when you first started, <laughs> threw a like a, an old onion at you, and you had to duck out of the way to go and catch it and nibble on it. But um, <laughs> but after a while, the cook's just kind of tapping his foot. <clears throat> Do that one again. And so you've actually kind of been keeping the cook entertained, the rest of the crew. So you guys... Uh, so, Rook, you can hear Dreamy banging away back there, just kind of around the corner. But at this particular moment, it's actually quiet. There are very few. Uh, there's no other crew in the room with you and this and this girl, Anna. And she kind of looks around, and then looks you right in the eye and drops her voice to a, a low whisper. And her register drops as her voice drops. You know, how most people when they whisper. It gets all high. But actually, her pitch goes the other way. And so when she talks to you in this whisper, it drops like, All right. Let's cut the shit. Why are you here? You... She... You, you kind of give a quiet and yeah, and, kind of, and, and quietly just looking at her like, whoa. And her eyes flicker around, and then she looks back at you and goes, "I'm not the only one who's not what they appear." <laughs> I missed that last part, but I'm sure it was good. And, that, um, and the reason you miss it is that really high pitch whistle, like like buzzing that you had in your head, almost causes you to like black out again for a second, and you kind of <gasps> that was weird. Oh, and for a second you're back in that little tiny like window. Um, uh, what are they? What do they call that in film when, when they cut off the top and the bottom? Anybody? Letterbox. You'd be like a panoramic letterbox. view or something? Like really letterbox. tight letterbox view for a second. And you see a small lantern 
flickering off to your right. And you see a shadow move <coughs> by a doorway. And you can hear this creaking. And this, it's this of metal, metal plates just shifting. And just tightening. And then you're back. And, she, and right. this little girl is looking at you and her eyes are pitch black. All of them. The whole thing. All wow. of her eyes? All of her eyes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just going to look at her. Her pupils have opened to the point where there is no no yeah. white, no, 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 no anything right. else. Just pitch black. Thought there was more to you. What do you want? I asked you first. I'm here on a trip, like a little vacation. Me too. I'm leaving my home, and I'm finding a new one. And I don't recommend you get in the way. Understand? Yeah, I think I read you. As long as you don't cross my path, I don't cross your path. We can be on our merry way. But if you threaten me and my friends, low voice or high voice, we're going to have a problem. I suppose that's fair. It's nice to meet new people. Mother said I would. That is good for you. Maybe we could even be friends. Well, we'll see. Just about then, one um, Gex, up on the uh, uh, by the tiller, um, the call comes in that they've spotted a ship. It's about uh, about a mile back and closing, pretty quick. White sails, sailing against the wind. Possibly of concern. Wow. And it's closing. Yeah. We'll notify the captain. He's in his and, uh, quarters right now. You go on down. You pass the galley, you see the others. Yeah. Or, and and you, you see everybody as you go by. Yeah. Say there's a... There seems to be a ship off the stern, which is gaining on us. Sailing against the wind. White off, sailed. Off the... Wait. White sails? That's correct. 
Give the order. Lower sails. Prepare to be boarded. Who are these people? You seem to know them. If they're who I think they are, we will not want to give them any reason to... Who do you um, think they are? Inform me. Could be helpful. Let me go check. Let me verify. Let's go. So the two of you go up, and he looks. He spends quite a while looking through a spyglass, and then he confirms. <sighs> yeah. All right. It's rare, but these waters, although home to the spines, there are occasional tower, tower patrols. I think they're with the major towers. Would you like me to confirm it with, perchance, an extreme close-up view? Can you do it without bothering anyone? Would a bird bother anyone? No. Then I will send a bird. I'm going to cast Find Familiar. All right, well, it's already, you, you summon it. And yeah. uh, flying down from from one of the perches above on on the boom, this bird comes and alights on your shoulder, and you kind of pat foreheads together for a second. Uh, what kind of bird? Mm, it's gonna be a fish eagle. Nice. So this is no small freaking bird. <laughs> it's oh, like no small dude. So, yeah, it's yeah, true. It's so it's it's all proportionate. Bird. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. I, my intent is to send it over there, but also I can essentially warg it, like see through its eyes. Absolutely. So your so, your eagle flies off, and you close your eyes, steady yourself by the uh, by the rail uh, of the ship there, and you close your <laughs> eyes, and your your ears go deaf, and your eyes go blind, and a second later, you're seeing the bird's eye view as it approaches the ship. And sure enough, as you're going closer, you see the flag. Uh, do a perception check for me, with advantage. Oh, the high was a nat 20. Damn. Plus, no perception. Wow. Not plus one, so 21. 21, though. Damn. So you do a, a pretty high-level flyover, but your eagle eyes see. Uh, and you see a white flag, sure enough, with the tower, um, at the bottom of it is in mist, and then the tower sticks up above, and it comes to an old, there's a slight twist to it, like it's been corkscrewed, and the top of it, uh, you see the flying a white flag, and this is the symbol of the mage, t of the mage towers. At least this particular version is probably like the heraldry of a local mage tower that is near this, near these waters somewhere. Now, the, the annoying thing about mage towers is they tend to, and, and the islands they inhabit, they tend to move. And so their patrols are usually pretty nearby their territory. And as you go past the ship, it's skimming along, but it's not fully sunk into the water. It's almost like it's... Um, almost hydrofoil. Like, yeah, it's almost like a hydrofoil over top, 
there's part of it. It's making some waves. So some of it's under the water, but just more like a touching of the water. And the rest of it is just... And the sails have this weird kind of shape to them as though they're being pulled upwards more than they're being pulled along. And And sure enough, the wind is almost directly on their bow and they are sailing full speed and full sail forward against it. You can see these um, figures, just standard sailors for the most part, but up near the, uh, because you got an at 20, you can see right up near the tiller uh, on their ship, you can see a handful of robed individuals. Uh, most of them white robes. There is a like a burgundy, uh, not a burgundy, sorry. Um, there's white, there's blue, uh, a greenish tint. Most of them are white, but then their, their accentry denotes a different color. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of like be relating this verbally as to the captain as uh, as I'm seeing it. And also um, uh, Tammy's nearby as the navigator. She's been called up and uh, you kind of pop in and out a little bit. You can overhear the the captain and and Tammy and a couple of the others just discussing whether they're going to try to run or whether they're going to try to give in uh, and let let them come and take a look. Um, so as a ca- as a cast, um, which one? What would you like to do? What would would you like to sway this? Well, it's yeah, it's run or fight, um, do or no, submit. Bad interactions with the mages tower. Does it have to be right? They're one of a one of the factions, um, right? I was just like, do you do you have history to make you you think that they'd be aggressive? Mm, not necessarily. Like, I guess the the question is, are they trying to overtake us and and attack us, or do they want a parlay? Um. Well, after a little while, um, most ships at this distance would use flags to indicate whether they want to parlay or whether they like their in, in, intentions could be done by signal flags at this distance. Right. Um, yeah. Would I have learned that in my captain you command have, training? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what what does the in flag indicate to me? They're not running a flag. And that's one of the things that's causing the captain a little bit of problem. He's like, what flag should we put up? And he initially like put out the inquiry flag and then that didn't really work uh no response and at this point he's like should should we stop or should we try to run i mean i've never heard of a ship being able to outrun a mage they're very rare i have several thoughts on that i mean it's harder to get going from a standstill than it is from already being in motion I say we turn our, you know, we put the wind at our back and let them come alongside us at speed. If they want to yell at us across uh, a span of water while we're at speed, then we've got uh, momentum in order to make a turn or attack if we need to. Whereas if we're sitting still, we're sitting still. There's There's no advantage to that whatsoever. It's, they may just wise. be heading in the same direction, and if they, and at the very least, that's what we can say we thought. That seems like wise counsel. 
Anyone else? Um, I agree. Yeah, that's that sounds good. I think though that if they start to do anything, we would give them a flag of, of warning to be off, right? That we will right. defend ourselves if they attack. That's fair. I'll have them. I mean, that's one option, and I don't think that's a bad option necessarily, but I, I would also float the idea of following suit and just raising no flags. Alright. So he doesn't raise it yet, but he, he gets it ready. Um, and the, after a while, it's, it's not very long, actually. It should have taken a lot longer for that thing to catch up. Uh, and boom, they're pretty much right up beside. Yeah, absolutely, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so as as you guys are uh, kind of watching and any other preparing you you may want to do um, you can think about that I I guess I ready I I throw down whatever ever they've given me since I've lost this other set of tools and I'm like <laughs> okay finally and I like like Strap on my hand axes. Yeah, you get your armor back on. Feel more comfortable already. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna gearing montage. Yeah, I think we're all gearing montaging it. But I will actually check on Anna, and I'll say, I'll let her inform her. And actually, in a in a questioning way, wondering, is it is it she that they're after? Hmm. not going to turn me over, are you? I'm not a friend of them. As long as you're not meaning us any harm. But if you're, if you're the one they're after, you should uh, hide. Do an insight check with advantage. Alright. Good first thing you have advantage. <laughs> That's a yeah. seven. Ooh. 21. Okay. This is the first time you've seen her display anything that looks like fear. Her eyes, although now they've returned from their pitch black state, um, have a little sheen of water pooling in the bottom. And she looks up at you and says, Mother always told me that I should stay away. From the roped ones. They. They've hunted my family. Please. Please don't let them take me. If you do. My. My family. My mothers. They can. They can pay a debt. Help me. Please. Okay, she, okay. She blinks away in her tears, and you realize this this being doesn't blink very often. You're suddenly more aware when she is busy wiping a tear away. With these I'll take you up on that. I'll take you up on that. Uh, I'm not a friend of the Mage Towers. They're one of the reasons why I don't have parents. So you, you, you stay scarce, and uh, 
Yeah. We'll, so, uh, we'll make sure they don't take you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. I kind of get my, I twirl my, I twirl the dagger and I just start getting ready. Nice. All right. So, um, uh, she's going to try to hide. Anybody want to give her an, some help in hiding? Uh, I think I will be helping her to find a safe place to hide since I'm very good at it myself. All right. So she gets to roll with advantage. She should hide in a bag of potatoes. <laughs> Dreamy suggests that. And you're you're in the galley, so like you've overheard all of this, and no one else seems to have noticed that you've heard this. You That's it. Bag of potatoes. <laughs> Comfy. Round. All right. Well, the first one's good. And she looks at you, Dreamy, and she's like, "Get back in the sack." Safer <laughs> <laughs> in the sack. <laughs> and you do. <laughs> um, all right, so the 18, and then um, that's pretty good for her. All right, so she's she's tucked away. You actually hide her uh, underneath the bunk of the sleeping drunk in the in the ship surgeon's room. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good because the the alcohol will also hide any scent. Nice, awesome. nice. All right, so um, the ship. The white ship sails along about a hundred feet off of your uh, starboard bow after a short time. And you're waiting for those flags and none come. And just when the tension is building. We take a break. We take a break. (laughs) Exactly. All right. So we're going to take a quick little break and come back to see what kind of high seas hijinks we get up to. Thanks, everybody. Uh... Oh, that's not the button. Where's the... I don't even know. There it is. That's the break button. You find yourselves right next to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the ship is 100 feet to your right, uh, to your starboard bow. Um, it's strange. It's it's moving not with the rest of the waves. So you guys will be rocking one way, and it's very extremely smooth the other way. And you... Um, you find your audio cut out for a second there. Um, so you find yourselves just kind of nervously looking out at this strange otherworldly vessel. And, uh, the, but the people crawling around on the top of it do appear to be, you know, people like there's, there is crew They're They're not that different from your own crew. As you look out and you take stock, you can see it's not, as big a crew as the one you have, you think? Um, it's a slightly smaller ship than this uh, trading kind of all-purpose ship that you're on. The one there in seems to be built for speed, um, some kind of patrol. And uh, it appears you can make out at a glance a good eight, maybe ten people up on the deck, except various crew, still doing some of the similar things that you guys are doing. Uh, but the ship itself seems to be in its own little bubble of of physics, so you, it's not really behaving the way that a regular ship is. Um, you see also the robed figures. There's three of them kind of standing there um, uh, towards the back, and you can make them out pretty clearly at this distance. All right. What do you want to do? 
I know Dreamy's definitely, like, snuck out of the kitchen and, like, just curiosity-driven. Like, as soon as Anna was, was whisked away to the surgeon's office or quarters or whatever, um, they were very, like, I, I gotta see what this is, right? So uh, they've, they, they've, like, snuck out and are just, like, poking around the deck trying to see what's going on. But not, like, you know, getting any much attention. They're just trying to, like, you know, be aware, be, be present. They they got out of the sack, the cat. Yeah, out. yeah. As yeah, soon as Anna uh... left, you felt safe to come out of the sack again. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, curiosity has overwhelmed me. <laughs> I'm kind of picturing you less as a cobalt and more as a cat. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, meanwhile, um, how is everybody else getting ready? Oh, I'm, I'm already got my like. Oh yeah, you're up plated. Montage. Oh, yeah, uh, actually, I think you I'm only done. have chainmail, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. I'm just having the my eagle circle at a at a safe distance beyond arrow shot because he's got the eyeballs of an eagle. Absolutely. Just um, to. See anything and everything I can see from every angle. Do a perception check for me with advantage, please. And you're right up there next to the captain. Most of you have made your way to the uh, top deck, unless you say otherwise. Yep. Eighteen. All right. You see the seagulls. You definitely do see the seagulls, and your eagle kind of wants to go for lunch. Actually, you see several birds, and they're kind of. One of them is definitely not a seagull. And also seagulls at this distance. There are some, but there's not um, not a ton of them. But uh, this bird stands out. It's a, it's a bright white raven flying in the sky, very close to the ship. Uh, and then it starts to buzz past your ship and circle over your ship as well. That's right. We I got ourselves on. some bird-on-bird bird action. Yeah. Yeah, it's very clear they're spying on us with a uh, familiar in bird form. How dare they? I suppose turnabout's fair play. I'm uh, trying to not be so visible. I'm trying to get a good spot where if I need to kind of, that's that'd be good to kind of pick off people with my short bow. Sure. And, uh, yeah. All right. I will jump back to that one in just one sec. So you guys will be up on, on the top deck then, probably. Um, so I'm just going to drag you over to that, just in case, just in case we need the visual. Oh, we might, just in case. From us right now. <laughs> it's, all, it's pretty close. It's only about 100 feet away right now. Like, though, just on water is just buzzing you, basically. Um, so Gex is up near the uh, the tiller right now. Hilda's kind of down below. Zim is up next. To, Cap, Command Captain Zim is close to there. Rook, you're kind of staying near like the the whatever they want to. What what's that called? Back cabin, the aft castle, I think it's called. Yeah. And yeah. where do you want to be, Tillman? Um, let me see. Where am I there? It's starting to get later on in the evening, by the way. It's almost 8 o'clock at this point. 
I'll uh, probably and the go sun later. is just on the edge of the horizon. Like, it, it's got it's the golden hour. Ooh. Nice. So you're halfway up the stairs there, and Hilda, you're just kind of braced in the middle at the moment. Yeah. All right. Am I missing anybody? Oh, we're gonna need uh, Darcy to throw up a mini down here. Oh, is oh. this the boat? Yep. <laughs> I'm not uh, looking at that screen. What? Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, I can control. You're going to be hanging out near um, near Rook for now, because he was in the in the galley before. We're all looking at a different Roll20 page, right? No, uh, the balance. You just have to scroll down to the... I screwed you all up. Oh. There, I'll drag you back. There we go. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, I see. I see. The yeah, different yeah. layers are. Thank you. And uh, before, uh, like, before I kind of like, we're setting a position. I am going to mention to Hilda. You have uh, that cloak. If we need to, you and I could go over there. And close ranks. Just keep that in mind. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. It's about this time that both Gex and Captain Zim hear this voice in their head. No one else hears it. You are hereby commanded to drop sail. The Mage Tower of Tahath. You are in our sovereign territory. I'm sorry, did you cough? I, I didn't... You, you were caught... You, you sounded like you had something in your throat. What? Damn it, dick. <laughs> um, you're basically getting a message spell in your brain, and it's um, commanding you to, pu to pull over. <laughs> License and registration, please. You have they, a they, they like do like little lights in the air. Red, <laughs> yeah. blue, yeah. they... One of the prestidigitates <laughs> so... the uh, the the cherries on the top of the mast. So we're we have the wind at our back, and they're alongside us, winded their back. Their sails are up, right? Yeah, you're both oh. now. They've turned as you guys were kind of on a slight angle, so. They used to be straight on with the wind, and then you guys have slightly turned yeah. to get at best speed, and they've now yeah. pulled up aside. Uh, and how far off our starboard are they now, currently? Uh, they're they're about 100, 120 feet away. So I'm obviously near the wheel. I'm, and, I, I'm um, near the captain. I, I said, I think we need to get a little closer. Um... The captain looks at you and says, they're, they're saying we should let them board. Um, yeah, so if we're going to let them board, we need to be closer. All right. Should I drop the sails? No, not yet. Just pretend you can't hear what they're saying. All right. Just be like, I... And he signals the flag boy, and the, they put the message not received flag up, and you can see the people on the other bridge starting to relay that message to their captain, 
It appears the captain, or at least the person at the tiller, uh, is the one with the blue trim. Uh, and then there's a red trim and a green trim robe as well. And you can see this relatively clearly across the deck. So in my, just a question here, in my extensively highly successful training as a commander, have I learned what all the ropes do? In your whole day, <laughs> day and a half of training, um, yeah. you've, you've got a basic idea of what the ropes do, yeah. Would I know sort of how to tighten and loosen them? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. It's this under over figure eight for the most part. Yeah, so we need, Captain, we need to get closer. Steer us closer. All right. So you, ideally, uh, ideally, almost, but not quite within jumping distance. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, the captain just uh, for now. This is going. This, I'm just going to drop a mini there. This is um, Tammy, the turtle right there. By the way, um, so right. she's right up there with you, and she's helping to steer the ship. And you've got quite a few. Uh, crew as well that I'm not going to drop off on this page, but uh, at least I will when it when it becomes relevant. Alright, um, so y you go ahead and I want you to do a, uh, a proficiency uh, you are now proficient with sailing vessels more yeah. or less, so I'm going to ask yeah. you to roll your either dexterity or wisdom and add your proficiency uh, with that. Uh, okay. That Dex is. Uh, hang on a second. What is my dexterity? There's my dexterity. Okay. Uh, 15. Alright, not bad, not bad. So you do manage to, like, you, you turn the tiller, and it just heaves to the right in this kind of carving and it actually lurches the ship as it's turning to the starboard it tilts to the port and the whole deck just shifts with the wind and everybody kind of grabs for something as they do this sudden shift and then as you start to get within about 40 feet 30 feet you tilt it back the other way and you're just carving uh, with the wind and the waves are just kicking up the in between the two ships is this churn of white water. Um, and the, the mage ship kind of speeds up ever so slightly so that now they're, the the stern of their boat is pretty much even with your midships. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Player now, talking here. Okay. Now remember the last time you followed one of Steve's bands. I'm just saying. <laughs> um... When we get within about 25 feet or so, uh, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion on any one of the barrels on the deck uh, in order to make it look like it's on fire. And then I'm going to cast Mage Hand and start popping, using that hand to pop all the ropes so that all the sails come down and it just causes loose rope chaos over there. On their side. On all their right. side. Okay. All right. That's Fire your plan. On, um, loose ropes everywhere. All right. What is everybody else doing? Uh, Dreamy yells, Hi! 
and starts waving. I don't know that they're corresponding, right? Because it's in the head. So I'm just basically, I see him getting closer and I'm just kind of preparing my short bow, hiding. I'm actually kind of trying to stay out of sight, sure. hiding, so that if shit goes down, I'm putting an arrow in someone. So you're actually in the doorway, just slightly in the hall, just ready to pop out and fire off some arrows. Uh, you might need to kind of stretch up to high to get the shot off, but it that should work. Um, Tillman, what are you doing? I'm gonna cast bless. Nice. Ooh, nice. Who are you gonna bless? Uh, Rook, uh, Hilda, and and Gex, because I don't know. I don't know uh, Dreamy. Or Dreamy, sorry. I don't know Dreamy like that. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, yeah, Dreamy right. that way. On the map, uh, their starboard side is going to be on the the top, just so you're aware. So if you're uh, on the map, um, the starboard side, which is where their ship is, is on the top of this map. Just an FYI. There you go. Nice. All right. Uh, Hilda, what are you doing? Um, I am going to sort of just prepare my stance and, you know, like if we do get boarded that I'll sort of be like the first line to prevent anyone from going up towards where Gex is standing. Okay. I think that's pretty much everybody. Uh, Tillman, what were you doing? Oh, you cast Black. Bless. Uh, so you're standing halfway up there, and you're just <sighs> mutter up her, and everything kind of gets dim just for a second. It's almost like a cloud goes over the sun for a moment, but only locally. And it's just like, just dim for a second. And you feel like this little <sighs> of starlight just touch upon your skin for just a second. And then <sighs> those who are blessed have that improvement. All right, you were standing on the deck of Bullship, and... Um, a couple of things happens, uh, kind of at the same time. One, a very loud voice calling out for all to hear now, but amplified as if by magic, is just like, You will stop your vessel for inspection. You have passed into the territory of Tathathan. I think that's what I said before. <laughs> um, Tathathan. And you will be boarded and then you will be allowed to proceed after inspection. Oh. 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 So that that was amplified from the red robe guy on the far far side. I'm just gonna like I guess hidden away from them sign. I don't know if Gex can see me, but just You'd have to um, kind of pop out and stick your hand up above the deck, but you can do that. Are you just like a reasonable request or not? What do you think? You you can uh, take a second to com- like confer. Yeah, like maybe I do. Like maybe we do confer. So like, okay, so they're not necessarily. They want to do an inspection. I'll ask the captain. I'm like, is there anything that? if they find it, will cause us problems. 
Um, nothing that I brought, but, uh, I don't know what Calrin hired you to do. Just saying. It's no contraband that we've brought. There's only one thing that Calrin gave you. If you remember. I do. Nope. No, what was it? Forget. I have it. An orb. I'm not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not lifting it out for you guys. Just, no. <laughs> just like <laughs> okay. this that nobody's supposed to know about. <laughs> Don't let them know I have this. <laughs> I can't hear yes. you. It's windy. I had this. I I I'll just sign back. I'm like I'm ready to cause chaos over there. It's up to you. I don't know. <laughs> That's that's the thief's I'm sign really, of like. Just... <laughs> I just say, your call, <laughs> and I go and I go back and hide. And, get and you go back and hide. All right. Okay. Okay. Gold, gold dice. It's chaos. <laughs> oh, oh, we're letting the dice. Oh boy, oh, chaos. Okay. All right. All right. What is it? I will be causing chaos. <laughs> I think the music knew before you did. All right. Okay. So, a few things happen. Number one, you see smoke start to burst forth and flames from one of the barrels on one of their ships. It's really obvious. Um, and a few seconds later, you can see some of the crew on their side of um, the regular dressed crew kind of being like, hey, whoa, hey, what's up? And then they're making general, you know, hubbub, hubbub. And um, at that point, uh, a couple of their sails start to go slack. It's going to take you a while because you did the one thing, you got to wait six seconds and do the next thing. But very slowly, some chaos is beginning to happen up on their ship. Um, can I just generally... I would like you, Steve, to roll for chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Target number, who knows? Target number is how much chaos you want to roll. Oh no, that is... It's not 20. <laughs> <laughs> like legit. Ooh. Ooh, the okay. Fire One of the sails <laughs> falls down on top of one of these barrels and one of the sailors on their ship freaks out and just grabs this barrel that's on fire and be like, who can't let it burn? And just chucks it <laughs> off the ship. This false fire burning on top of this thing. Um, and he bravely tried to do that. You see the barrel go through the air for a second and then um, it you can see the not the blue wizard, but the red one has been maintaining this wind to keep up because you guys didn't slow down. And so the gust spell that is keeping up the constant stream is actually just off to the what will be the port of the ship, hitting the, the sails at just the right way. And as the barrel that he threw hits that, instead of falling into the ocean, it gets flung up against one of the sails and gets tangled in it and it starts to fall down and their whole ship loses speed on the side that is nearest to you. 
and suddenly veers. It's slow. It's slower on the left than it is on the right. And all of a sudden, the right side starts. They start to pitch in a port fashion, aiming directly towards your ship. <laughs> and so, whoever's at the wheel, <laughs> you were <at> twenty-five, <laughs> twenty, fifteen, ten. Oh. You look like they need help. Five. Weird abort. Um. <laughs> You, you can hear Tammy be like, God damn it! Brace for impact! And um, I'm going to need everybody to do a dexterity saving throw. Oh. God damn chaos monkeys. God damn <laughs> chaos monkeys. Yeah. You do have oh, bless, some of you. Just say. So oh you know. yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, who, yeah. who has bless? Who did you bless? Everybody except right. Jamie. Fifteen. Good work. Oh, bless. So add four to mine then. So now it's eighteen. Oh, nice. All right, Gex, you're I'm fine as you you hold the tiller and pull to the side to lessen some of the damage. It does splinter wood, and some of the sail ropes get all tangled up on the top, and you can. You can see the ends of the booms cutting across of this tall ship, starting to, because of the sudden veering of their ship, they actually kind of clack together and some of the ropes get all tangled. And the rigging is just up on this one side is a bit of a mess. But you haven't taken too much structural damage to your ship. Speaking of ship, how your ship works, if I remember correctly, is you've gotten a certain amount of hit points for the various components of your ship. Um, it's a little complicated, but essentially, um, oh, I had it all written out. But essentially, you've got 300 points worth of hull. Somebody write that down. If your hull points are gone, you sink like a stone. Just so you know. Um, you've got about 50 points worth of rigging. And for every 10 that you lose on the rigging, you're going to lose five speed. Just so you know. So right now your speed is probably about. Yeah, I let's start it at uh, sixty. And uh, because it's a pretty brisk wind right now, uh, so that's your speed. I hope you're writing these down. Um, you've also got. Um, well, that, that's pretty much it in terms of hit points rigging and the hull. I thought there was more, but I'm forgetting it right now, but that's okay. So, just so you can track damage to the ship, uh, I'm gonna roll that many. So, 16 points of hull damage from the impact, and I'll do the same. Ooh. For the rigging, also, actually, that is the more damaging thing, as you take 16 points Double 16s. Uh, it's the night of 16s. I just realized that. Um, it's sweet 16, folks. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. All right. Um, the rigging also takes 16 points of damage, so it's down by five. So you're at 55 speed at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. I start shouting across at the other guys like, 
Do you not know how to steer a ship? Turn the wheel <laughs> this way, ship goes that way. Turn it this way, ship goes that way. What kind of crew you got over there trying to inspect us? We should be inspecting you! <laughs> <That's great. laughs> Alright. <laughs> when the inspect who inspects the inspectors? High seas road rage incident going on right there. <laughs> Meanwhile, um does anyone else want to do anything? The ships well, are in contact at the up towards the bow. Less so I at the like, back. I feel like with an aid, Hilda probably like pitches somewhere. Oh yeah. Like that's, Hilda yeah. you go flying forward because it the whole thing and a little bit center and you bump into um kind of where the mast oh. is and you manage oh. to steady yourself against the mast. Um okay. and Rook, how did you you got an eighteen? Fifteen. Oh fifteen? Well, that's enough. And you're in a good spot. You kinda of brace against the doorway that you're in and you don't get tossed or anything. Um Tillman. How did you do on your save? Eight. Oh boy. Tillman. There's like. <laughs> Alright, Tillman, you were halfway yes. up the stairs. I'm going to. I'm going oh, to ask gonna you. This is going to be a wonderful day. <laughs> so, I'm going to ask you to roll a d12 for me. This is a 12 o'clock roll based on the direction that you're going to end up going. Please note for our listeners at home if he rolls a six. That's probably going to end up over... Oh, he rolled a five. That's not much better. Okay, so for some fluky reason, you go against the movement. Like, it's like you were overbraced, Like, expecting too much, and you just push off, and you end up going back this way. And you have... You're dang... Like, you hit the railing, and you're dangling, about to go over the edge. Um, I... I'm going to need you to make a choice. Would you rather swallow your pride or fall prone? Fall my pride. Swallow your pride or fall prone. Or go overboard. Technically, there's a third option. <laughs> there's always a I'm third option. I'm going to... Swallow my pride. Alright. So, you hit the railing, and just the angle that you do, because you're halfway up the stairs, you start to pitch over, and you, your feet ass over tea kettle, just woof, up over, and your one hand is holding onto the railing as you go over, and boom, boom, and you're dangling against the side of the ship, on the wrong side of the railing, and your grip starts to slip as the, as the ships grind together, and you're just like, no, 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 ah! and your your pinky and your thumb are the last one, and then, boom, your hand slips, and boom, this other arm reaches out and grabs you. Your three fingers interlocking over the over the over the uh, forearm, three other strong fingers gripping your forearm, and just pulls you back up, and you're dangling, and Tammy looks down at you. And she's just like, Oh, you're not getting away that easy. <laughs> you don't get to walk out again, you bastard. You don't get to take the easy way out. You're going to stick around. 
and you're gonna deal with the this consequences of your goddamn actions. Hey, thanks, Tammy. Don't thank me. Thank your fledglings. <laughs> I don't want to explain right. to them why I didn't save their father. And she hefts you back up onto the ship. Oh, man. Oh. It was that, Tammy. Right. <laughs> anyway. uh, I'm not going to hear the end of this. All right. Meanwhile, um... What does everybody want to do? It is it is chaos level 20. What do you want to do? I am going to wait to see what they do. Like I'm Ooh. I'm specifically going to take a look at the mages and I'm holding my action to see if they are doing anything offensive towards us. Like All if right. they're going to try to attack us. Yeah, I think I'm just sitting and watching. Yeah. Okay. Like, you see them the the crew is fighting a lot to try to most of their crew is fighting to get the ships untangled. Uh your own crew is busy doing the same. Uh as you're all kind of eyeballing what's going on. It's definitely thrown them for a loop. Uh and one of the mages just you see them and you can even kind of hear them. It's the same voice that you heard earlier, as they're like not amplified this time though, but in shouting. They're like Tren, with me, two men. And they walk over together, and uh, kind of their midships, and the uh, the green robe just puts a hand on somebody and a hand on somebody else, and then there's just this little flash of, like, light for just a second, and then a brilliant flash of light right up next to where Gex is, right up by the captain as they just immediately cross that distance between the two. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Wrong button. Wrong button. Oop. Why did it drop it in exactly the right spot? That's annoying. And I... I know the internet's gonna yell at me and say, You can't move people. more than one person with dimension door. Um so. <laughs> so we'll say it was two casters who did it. The blue also brought somebody. Bam bam. And they're all right up there at the top. And they are in a semicircle kind of ring nearby uh Gex and the captain. Uh the turtle woman is over here saving Tillman. So, Gex, they have you, and they're pointing at you. You see one of them has a rod, an, uh, a metal rod, pointing at you. The two sailors that came with them both have cutlasses out, and they're like, stop this ship now. Do you see brakes on this thing? Are you sure you don't need assistance? Uh, it seems like your ship is having issues uh, sailing. Being sailed. 
by your sailors. I'm gonna get know you. Don't know how to sail. <laughs> I'm gonna get you to roll a deception check, please. Our our crew is kind of new. I'm gonna get that roll here, but you know, and, and I'm working on them. We we can slow down here if that's helpful to you. If you would need help, <laughs> what was my deception here? Uh, sixteen. Pretty good, pretty good. Let me just, uh, I gotta do all my dice rolls out in the open today, because, oh, okay, 15. So they look at you and like, good, we'll all agree to stop then. And they look over at the blue mage and he gives a little nod. So the captain of your ship lowers the sails, uh, gives the order. And the two ships take a while to kind of sort each other out and then lash together. Um, it takes a little bit, but after a while, the gangplank gets dropped and overwalks um, a small contingency of well-armed um, sailors from that other ship. Oh. Hi. Uh, hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> each one coming on. We, we got our own greeting. Uh, personal. He's very personal <laughs> greeting. Your, your whole job is Walmart greeter. <laughs> <laughs> we have a sale on sales. If you need a sale. <laughs> oh, oh. Perhaps some ropes. There it is. Tie right. it all together. <laughs> So it we is have intense. In courts, if any of you are interested, uh, in order to make sure your ropes don't pop. Awesome. So in all, they bring over about eight sailors um, to kind of. I'm definitely not letting them see me. Yep, that's fair. <laughs> so Rook ducks down deeper into the ship. They bring over eight sailors and the two uh, mage-looking people, and. Um, so the, the one, the, the, sorry, the green mage, um, comes walking up and near, within sight of Gex, talks to the captain and says, you're on the sovereign waters and we will need to inspect your vessel. We expect you to stop and comply. If you do not, we will deal with you. Oh, we're stopping, aren't we? Yep. Captain? Yep. And so you all stop and, um. Uh, and the, the, they begin to do a series of investigations. So if anybody is trying to hide anything, <clears throat> Rook, um, and somebody was going to have to roll... Well, what was the stealth check on behalf of uh, of uh, Anna? Uh, I believe she rolled an 18. Uh, an 18. Yeah, I think it was an 18. And she's going to have yeah. some modifiers to that. So that's, that's yeah. going to be a... a 22 in oh no sorry 21 in all all right okay so there is a series of investigations as these uh and you don't put up any obvious fights um although if anybody I'm else wants to be do staying hidden too though right sure. i think yep yeah so go ahead and roll this stealth check for me please okay and i am definitely going to be using my probably my uh my other uh um Ability. Knowledge from a past life. But uh, okay. Uh, stealth. Let's do this. 
I mean, if you guys want to fight, you could you could fight him too if you want to. Just saying. <laughs> uh, Eighteen. Are you telling us what you'd like to see? No, no, man. <laughs> I, it's, it's totally up to you. If you can talk your way down, they do not seem overtly. They're pompous, and they not are entitled. They are not actually striking any blows, at least not initiating anything. As they mm. split into kind of two parties and begin circling, one of the parties stays with the captain uh, and near Gex. The other begins a very slow, methodical search of the ship. How'd you do on your stealth total? Ten. Okay, nice. All right. Um, so... Let's do a series of rolls with advantage. 14, 2, nat 1, and 11. Okay. See how the second match does. 6, 10, 5, and 11. Yeah. They don't see shit. All right, so they go through and they like kick over a couple barrels and like look around and the cook like gives them like the cut eye and offers them some food that Dreamy cooked and it makes one of them vomit immediately. Dreamy's <laughs> definitely like following them, like kind of distracting them and stuff. Like, oh, are you trying to guess? I just got here. Who are you? <laughs> uh, go ahead. You want to the Absolutely. So you're just running interference. Um, Not intentionally, of course. <laughs> Dave, now that you're back on the vessel, having been saved by um, someone who apparently... Yeah, that that's complicated. What are you doing all this? Well, they're not displaying any aggression or anything, so it's just... Uh, just stand back and just uh, smoke a pipe. Nice. <laughs> You're smoking a pipe and just catching the occasional glare from Tammy. Um, all right. And uh, and they spend the better part of an hour crawling over your ship, looking around. They go into the surgeon. They try to wake the guy. And the guy's like, oh, don't, no, I'm not ready for my exam. Um, and... <laughs> and uh, and at, at one point, they get pretty close to Rook, but they but you manage to, like, Spider-Man-style wedge yourself in a high spot up by the bunks, so they smack all the hammocks to make sure they're empty, but you're wedged up in the corner behind the hammock, and um, and they don't seem to, they don't seem to catch you. Yeah, you're the professional. So, so they do all the searching, and they can't find the tools I lost? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think the gods can find the tools you lost. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you at the end of the episode where those tools went. Just stick around for that. I'm not even joking. All right. So after a time, they come back and they say, uh, they start to ask the captain a bunch of questions. Where are you going? Why? All of that. And um, during that whole search, um, the captain and Gex and anybody else who's kind of in that area gets gets the the degree you know and after that uh after that they seem pretty satisfied that you're just on your way to the spines and uh you're not 
forcing anything. Gex, uh, I'm going to get you to do a persuasion or deception check. Oh, let's go deception. Uh, 15. 15 ain't bad. That's a 13. So the blue mage spends a while kind of asking you questions and inquiring. And are sorry, did you do persuasion or deception? Deception. Okay. So you are a very practiced liar and you've been interrogated by some good interrogators. This guy's pretty good. He he knows like it just your general nature being a Goliath, he he's underestimating you. And that yeah. is what saves you in this case. He's just like, you can't be smart because you're big. And and you're a bit older, so you probably don't know what you're doing. But that is the one saving grace, because they came in just a little shy. And you let them believe that. And after a time, the mage says Alright. You will turn your ship due east and sail that way for two days. Do not turn until you've gone at least 20. Uh, it gives it two, for two days. Sunset on the second day, you may resume your course. Okay. Oh, and Captain. Do be careful. There are plenty of creatures that ply these waters. Far worse than us. We wish you well in your journey. Should you wish to contact us, or co make a complaint to our complaint department, <laughs> we would ask you to write a letter, bend over, stuff it up your ass. In triplicate. Good day. Uh... And they walk back. Uh, they walk, not guac. They, they eat some guac. And then they walk back across the gangplank off of your ship. And your ship carries on its way. Bye! Dreamy, do you want to stick around or go on their ship? Yeah, I think, like, so I was, like, following them around the whole time, <laughs> right? So, like... Probably, I'm, I'm asking them like what, what they're doing, like where they're going, and like does that sound interesting? Um, so e either I don't find it interesting, or or they say no. I don't know which. <laughs> which <laughs> um, you try to follow, and one of them just stops you and is like, "No, seriously." Well, that sounds interesting. No, no, we're on official Mage Tower. I'm a Mage Tower man. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Go on! Go on! He kind of kicks we at can't, you. We can't take pets on this. We're not allowed. <laughs> he starts throwing little little pebbles at you to try to scare you off. And you're kind of on the gangplank. And, the, and you scurry back to this side and the gangplank goes and pulls off. And, and off uh. they go. And your chance at another life as the pet of a, of a mage seems to um, 
seems to go away as the sails <gasps> are raised. And um, Hilda, your captain commands you to get to work on doing some repairs to the damage. So I'm going to need you to do a either, okay. uh, let's do a strength uh, or dexterity check. And you are not, most notably, not proficient. Uh-huh. And, okay. I rolled a 13 plus, so I'm rolling for strength. That's a little bit higher bonus than my dexterity. All right. Uh, um, and plus three with my bonus, uh, that would be 16. 16 is not bad. Not bad. I mean, maybe if you you're hit kind the of fails hard, it makes up for the lack of skill. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, can't yeah. let Papa down again. So. You just brute force your way through, and and the the kind of gruff crewman who's been looking uh, looking after you, trying to teach you the ways. Um, uh, it's like a it's a halfling uh, by the name of um, Grunter. Uh, that's new. Uh, with a D though, Grunter, uh, and uh, kind of gives you this half begrudging nod, and then wanders off, be like, "Yeah, but if I could find my tools." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Maybe check on Anna. Okay. Mm -hmm. She emerges from underneath this bunk. It's like it's a storage locker, basically. Um, and she emerges out. And Rook, you go to you go to open it up, and for a heartbeat, when you open up that, she looks up at you, and her she's got this pale, sickly, sallow, greenish tint to her skin completely black eyes long um just wild twisted hair with bits of green seaweed and and moss and um, and she's wearing the same clothes she was before and she looks up at you and <sighs> oh it's you and you owe me one <laughs> i do And I will repay when the time is right. And she pulls out, kind of reaches into her a little bundle of cloth that she's been carrying around with her, and she pulls out a seashell, a small seashell. And she opens your hand. And when she takes your hand, she's got these super elongated limbs and fingers that you hadn't noticed before and she's cold and clammy to the touch and she takes your hand and she places the shell in front of it and folds your fingers and her fingers although they start in the same place as yours easily go past and touch like brushing uncomfortably against your wrist even though she's yeah. back here and she just closes that over and gives you a slight nod and then retreats and then she goes back and she kind of straightens herself and the next time you look again she looks like she did before kind of dirty blonde hair and like slightly over sunburnt skin and the rest of you and your bullship continue on your journey and I think unless anyone wants to do anything else I think that's where we're going to call it for the night 
Nice. That's good. Nice. Good uh, good deceptions all around. Good chaos. Good chaos. Yeah. My was... only question is does uh does Rick have to roll for like some sort of horrific visage or something? I don't know. Just just uh I don't, you know, just just maybe. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it I believe that has to be triggered, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Oh no! Saying, it actually no no. Darcy is oh. right. Darcy is right. Oh. I'm gonna need you to do a wisdom saving throw, my friend. Oh, okay. Oh. Fine. <laughs> You'll probably be. Fine. I'm like, yeah. I feel like I feel like I know what this is. Yeah, I mean, I've got the eighteen. Oh. 18. Yeah, you're, you're okay. Yeah, you are not frightened. I, I mean, you, I'm not going to tell you how to feel about her. If you're frightened by this creepy <laughs> teenage girl, that's your business. But it's kind of funny. I'm not too creeped, like uh, freaked out. Like I know that obviously she's not normal, but also I'm not normal really either. So I'm just yeah. kind of like, you know, Aww, kind of like, and I'm kind of also distracted with all like other things going on with me so i'm like oh yeah okay so she's not quite human who is nowadays Boy, you're not wrong <laughs> who about even that. is you're really not wrong about that the voice uh, of vol of low um low. goes in your in your mind yeah and you know you what she is sail off into the night uh, i've heard of creatures like her They call them the children of the sea. And they sell seashells by the seashells. Not a good thing. But sometimes not good can be what you need. Okay. As long as she's not causing us trouble. I would not trust her too far. But her word... It's probably true. Good enough for me for now. <laughs> and you whisper that, and this, the, your voice reverberates, um, just bouncing off around your head, just with that little slight metallic ring to it. All right. And with that, I think we're going to call it there. So, um, hey, everybody, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening after the fact. That, hey, big shout out to Utah, by the way. Utah, you're where it's at this week. Thanks so much. Um, so, yeah, we can keep pitting the states against each other. Hey, Canada, I'm sorry, Canada, but you got to up your game. Like, just a little bit more. But I'm, I'm real okay. happy um, uh, to, that we can have some people join us either live or after the fact. And I'm real happy that we got a chance to all play together. So thank you so much. Um, that was fun. I'm, I'm sorry we didn't have a combat. I know you're kind of itching for combat. I had it ready. I had it. I wrote out the All, the, all the sheets. All the I sheets. made them like pirates, bloodthirsty pirates or something. I, you rolled a 98, so it was a mage tower patrol. <laughs> I, uh, so, I think... I, I think that us avoiding combat displays good diplomacy and skill and should allow us to level up to number four. <laughs> I think it's more impressive that with all the chaos. I would agree. I would agree. We did not uh, end up I was kind of surprised it didn't go that way. 
So I will tell you what. Um, roll for begging. No, I'm kidding. Roll um, for that's fine. I have a move for that, actually. I have a move. It's a racial ability of kobolds called uh, Grovel, Cower, and Beg. <laughs> Grovel. Grovel, Cower, and Beg. Your way yeah. to success. Grovel, Cower, and Beg. It grants my allies profit. advantage on attacks against the person that I'm annoying. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> oh, that's official that's kobold rules from... Uh, from uh, that is yeah. amazing. All right. So you, you've grovel, cowered, and begged your way to level four. Congratulations, everybody. Those, oh, well, those who have, who were not already level four. I think that's till Yeah, there's no, there's no role. There's no role for it. Yeah. So. No, you, you just get it. It's a, it's a, it's a feat. Yeah. All right. Uh, we do need an episode name for today. So if anybody has a suggestion for an episode name. Uh, I'm thinking either Sweet Sixteen or Maximum Chaos. Either of those is pretty, pretty good. darn good. But pretty good. I, I think I like the chaos thing. Maximum <laughs> is what actually role, got role played. <laughs> maximum chaos, minimum casualties. <laughs> oh, that's that's the I one. Like, maximum I chaos. Like yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, it's good. All right. Well, thanks very much, everybody. And I look forward to doing this next week when we can get up to some nonsense. And we'll see what you roll next time. Uh, you have made your way approximately halfway to uh, to the island at this point. And so um, we'll probably have one more at-sea episode. But you have successfully met um, a very strange creature. a um, Basically, the teenage daughter of a sea witch. So uh, I'll, yeah. I'll let that out. I, I figured you'd figured that. So. Yeah. Wow. So she was on her way, making her way uh, away from mom's house, mom and mom and mom's house, uh, over to make her way in the world. And you now have a favor, Rook, from a uh, from a sea witch for helping protect her from people who were hunting her. Amazing. I love a good oh, sea hat. Oh. And I'm not Gamers sure. in high places and low places. But, but, um, um, Dreamy, you may or may not be her familiar. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> Who could say? Get, get in the sack. Get I don't know if you're able to join us next, uh, next time, but I do hope you can join us again soon. It's always fun to play. Whenever I'm available, I will jump at the opportunity. Awesome. Well, that's yeah, fantastic. Great. And uh, hope everybody stays healthy and happy and has an excellent week. And uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So where did... <laughs> All right. I said I was going to say that. All right. <laughs> the bottom of the sea is littered with all kinds of... <laughs> Refuse discarded. And you see this toolbox drifting down and land and a hammer and chisel and all kinds of various implements falling gently to the <laughs> land below. And you see this, this greenish tail swim past and then the shadowy figure 
swirling around this toolkit. And she picks up this hammer. This creature dressed essentially in uh, in seaweed and rags or very little at all. And looks at it. And kind of puts it against their head. And just pulls. And the little claw tooth <laughs> drags along. It's and snags a bit. And snags <laughs> a bit. And she wrestles her way free and she's like, ah, throws it away and swims off. <laughs> Not as good as a dingle hopper. Not as good as a dingle hopper. Absolutely. That's probably copywritten. All right. <laughs> That's all I got. I was going to make it the sea hags, uh, you know, the moms of the sea hags. But eh, mermaid's more fun. Mermaid's more fun. All right. Good night, everybody. All right.
feel feel free and i just want to be be me yeah i just want to go so crazy yeah, i just want to be a freak yeah i just want to rise to the top yeah i just want to go reach the peak so i've been really well focused on success hey y'all will see yeah you'll see that i will get it because i'm really focused man i make it with the weapon i just follow my path i just follow my passion to me this is what's precious yeah in my soul and i can feel it so every single breath man i just gotta go and kill it man i gotta be the kid i could be the guy taking you out i could be the villain